0: Welcome to High School Basketball on the Play Action Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank & Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites, as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis-style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too. So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits 777-3528. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand go to pasnetwork.net you can find this game and previous games under the archives tab you can also subscribe to the play action sports podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform like itunes amazon and spotify or ask alexa or google to open the play action sports podcast keeping you up to date on athens and limestone county sports play action sports
1: Uh, Hello and welcome to Ardmore High School, uh, where the Limestone County Tournament will be concluding today. We're going to bring you the uh, Varsity Boys and Girls game, starting with the Varsity Girls, Uh, and that will be a battle between the one-seed East Limestone Indians and the two-seed, the Elkmont Red Devils. My name is Paul Wilson, and I'll be providing the play-by-play. And joining me in the booth to add some color commentary will be bailey lowry bailey how are you doing on this frosty uh january afternoon doing
2: pretty good so far Look, looking forward to
1: a good conclusion of this tournament between two good teams yeah and so far in in the girls the, uh, as they're calling out the lineups uh, all the girls games have been very competitive uh eltmont got here by defeating clements last night 39 to 34 and i believe East Limestone um, defeated um, Tanner 48-46 to 46,
3: uh, to get here. We're getting
1: the Elkmont starters here and marking them, and we'll give those to you shortly. And we're waiting for the starting
0: lineup for the home team on
1: the East East Limestone. Uh, I have, Bailey, I have six people marked for Elkmont. So either they're going to start out in a very effective 3-3 three, three, or I marked the wrong person. So I guess we will see.
2: I want to say Elk hit the floor here, but the thing about East Limestone, they actually defeated Tanner in the semifinals to get into the spot. Tanner actually being the reigning champions from last year. And Riley Car, Car- I'm sorry, Riley Carwile for East Lyme actually leading him with 16 points in that contest. So, I'm looking forward to seeing if she might have like an- another hot, hot day here to right. maybe clinch the
1: final. I see. The starters for East Lyme will be Duncan, Carwile, Farrer, Thatch, and Thompson. For Elkmont, it will be Broadway, Beddingfield, Hamlin. Morris and Thomas so uh, it's like jumping for the uh, Red Devils will be uh, Ella Bettingfield and Molly Thompson will be jumping for the Indians for those that care going will be going from our left to our right I've always wondered why they said that on the radio but anyway they did uh, and Elmont will be going from our right to our left as the officials are talking and the girls are exchanging pleasantries and there's the jump we are underway east slimestone gets the tip that will be carwell under some pressure she'll bring the ball up the floor drives the lane loses it but regains the basketball and takes it outside and throws i think she was trying to throw it to Farrer, but miscommunication and a turnover by the indians so red devils with the ball thomas up top over to number 11 morris back to thomas thomas to hamlin Three-pointer from the left wing. No good by Broadway. East Limestone with the rebound. Pass ahead. And it's knocked out of bounds. Uh, It'll be, I thought, off of Elkmont. But now that they pointed, it would be Elkmont ball. But I think it's going to be, and I believe it is going to be Elkmont ball. Interesting. It's got to be East Limestone, don't you think, baby? Yeah, from what I saw, it looked like number four for Elkmont. Tyler Thomas actually kind of hit it twice as
2: I was going out of bounds. So I thought it looks like they are reversing it. It is going to be East Limestone ball. So
1: now the Indians will have it. 7.28 to go, Just underway here. No score. East Limestone inbounding it. She's looking. That would be Thompson. She finds number 24, Thatch, over to Thompson. Inside. It's passed too long and stolen by Elkmont's Abbey Broadway. Looks like the pass was just a little overthrown for inside the post. Oh, nice play that time by Elkmont. Layup good by Ella Bedingfield. Morgan Morris with the drive and the dish. And Elkmont leads 2-0. Uh, Devils in the looks like a two-two-one press, maybe a little man-to-man. They're doubling the ball, East with a tough time getting it across. They may not get it across. Uh, they do pass down low, sh- lay up up, and good
2: by Duncan. Looks like the Elkmont coach is calling for a ten-second call there on the half court, but East Longstone took advantage of it and got. Yeah, they didn't
1: use Utah between the between the numbers. They had to use Mississippi, and we've got a turnover on Elkmont, I believe. Uh, Broadway was called for carrying it. Is that correct, Bailey? Uh, it was a backcourt. So oh, okay, happened,
2: back court. Okay, I got you. Yeah, they tried to throw it behind him and she tried to step over the line to line to save it, but I think one foot was still still back there. So it's East Limestone ball.
1: We're tied at two. 640 and counting in the first quarter. Indians with the ball. That's Duncan. Pass to the right side over to uh Thatch to Thompson to Farrer. Around the horn to Carwell. Carwile dribbling at long range. Man-to-man defense by the Devils. The ball is stolen by Morris, and then we got a foul on Riley Carwile.
2: Number 11, Morgan Morris, just relentless with that defense. Finally was able to poke the ball out, but and was able to almost get away with it, and caught a foul at the same time. So good yeah. turn of events there for Elkmont. Yes, first
1: foul on Carwile, first foul for East Limestone, first foul of the game. Red Devils with the ball. That's Tylee Thomas up top, handling it. Picks her dribble up, over to Broadway. Broadway, top of the key. Pass to Thomas in the left corner. You can't leave her open. Shot long, though. No good. Rebound by uh, Thatch for East Limestone. They're quickly on the break. Left-handed layup. In and out. No good by Carwile. And Elkmont with the ball, with the rebound. Morris has it. She loses the basketball. Uh, had a little pressure on her, and, and she trying to make a pass. Lost the ball. Goes out of bounds. It will be East Limestone basketball.
2: Yeah, it's just really hard to try to get out of those situations in the corner when you're just double teamed with almost no no kind of escape. Yes.
1: Indians with the ball. Score tied at 2, 545 in the first quarter. Thompson, top of the key, used for dribble. That one dribble is not a good idea, young ladies. East Limestone retains possession. Carwell at long range. Passes across the top to Farrer. Farrah gets a screen. Can't do anything with Elkmont. Nice switch that time. Morris on the basketball now. She kicks it back to Carwile. Carwile looking to drive. Kicks it in the left corner. Long shot is no good by uh, Thatch. It'll go out of bounds, and I think East will keep it. Is that correct? It yeah, looks like East is, is going to keep
2: it. I think that was number 24. Ella Beddingfield, again, trying to knock it in, but i are going to call
1: it out. So Indians with the basketball. Thompson looking, looking. She finds Carwile. Carwile over to Thatch. Thatch inside to Thompson. They're going to get Bettingfield for a reach in. And just
2: kind of, when you're defending the post like that, you can't be wrapping around yeah, the she, opposing
1: player. She needs to get uh, on the top side, and I think she would have been able to get away with that. But uh, Files first on El- on Bettingfield, and Elmont's first inbounds. To Farrah, shot no good. Thompson with the rebound, shot no good. A lot of contact, no call. Rebound by Bettingfield for Elkmont, and they throw it away. Both teams seem to be a little tight right now. It's
2: t- a little tense. It is, it is the tournament final, yeah, so nerves may be a little high on both ends.
1: Indians with the ball. Uh, Thatch over to Thompson. She's going to hand it back to Thatch. She takes a long two. That is blocked, but they get the foul on Thea Hamlin for Elkmont.
2: And it's a little too much wrist on that block attempt. Did get a little bit of the ball, but that's enough for a foul.
1: So going to the line to shoot two will be Taylor Thatch. That foul on Hamlin's her first, Elkmont's second. First free throw is in and out. No good. Just unlucky there. So we got our first sub of the game. Uh, let's see for East Limestone. That will be Tamaya Thatch coming into the game. And leaving is uh, Duncan. Second shot, no good. Rebound by Bettingfield for the Red Devils. She kicks it ahead to Hamlin. Hamlin with the ball at the top. East in a man-to-man. Elkmont swings the ball around. Broadway with it. Tries to penetrate. Finds Thomas. Thomas swings it over to Morris. Morris is going to drive. Find Beddingfield inside. It's knocked away. Almost stolen by East Limestone, but it'll stay with Elkmont. Aggressive defense here on East Limestone's side.
2: Able to just completely crowd the paint as soon as the ball entered. Does not let, letting them have any kind of opportunity
1: for a shot. So inbounds to uh, number 23 for Elkmont. She is going to be... Called for a walk. That's Thea Hamlin. Thought she might have got bumped, but um, she moved that pivot foot, and it'll be East basketball. mine in the 2-2-1. Two, two, East bringing about ball. Nice play to get the ball up the floor. Over to Carwile for the left wing jumper. Good. Took a little, took a little shooter's bounce, almost near the top of the backboard, and
2: fell straight in. Good, good shot selection there from Carwile. 4-2.
1: East Limestone, we're nearing the midway mark of the first quarter. Hamlin with the basketball over to Thomas, right corner three, long, no good. And it'll be knocked out of bounds, and a ball will go to East Limestone. Mm -hmm. Tell you what, I was coaching at Clements last year, and I'd love to have seen Tylee Thomas miss a few. She had 14 threes the first two times we played them. 14? 14. East with the basketball. By the way, they beat us both those games. Um, Inside to Thompson, she takes an elbow jumper, no good. They're going to get number twenty, Taylor Farrer for over the back. Good box out by Megan, or by Morgan Morris for the Devils.
2: Yeah, I kind of coming back to that. I think fourteen threes would be kind of hard to lose if you make that many. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Elmont with the basketball, a little pr- oh, stolen by Taylor Farrer. I- layup is no good. Rebound goes to Elmont. That's Hamlin. Elmont got a little careless with their pass but uh, East could not capitalize. Morris drives, defended well by East. Ball knocked loose, and it's, I won't call it a steal, but good play by Taylor Ferris She she was trying to steal it, but she was going out of bounds, and she threw it off of the uh, Elkmont player. We've got some subs. Uh, there's several in the game, so I'm not going to tell you who they are until they get the basketball. Uh, but Elkmont, I think, put in about three fresh – because that's their first substitution. Um And then East had a sub or two. So it's 4 to 2, East Limestone. Midway through the first quarter, Indians with the ball. Drive by number three. That is Duncan, who's back in the game. And she has fouled on the shot. So she'll get two. And it is on number 12, Paige Robinson, who's just checked in the game. Her first team foul, number
2: three. Pretty low scoring game so far. Seems both teams are they got a good idea of what they want to do on offense it's just that maybe a little bit of a nerves and kind of just the pressure of being in a championship game might kind of keep them from performing at their best but
1: uh duncan makes the first free throw for east it's now five to two 323 left in the first quarter second free throw is no good rebounded by taylor Farrer for east she puts it back up no good ball is going to be knocked out of bounds to elkmont yeah and east limestone's done a really good job with elkmont's um uh, offense. Uh, Elkmont likes to drive and kick, and, and they've done a good job keeping them from penetrating. And when they do, they take away the inside pass for the most part they have tonight. Elkmont trying to get across half court. They do. Ball is knocked out of bounds. It was uh, off of um, uh, East. That was Brianna Newton with the basketball for Elkmont trying to make the pass, but it was deflected out of bounds. So the Devils were inbound on the far side. Ball is nearly mm. stolen by East, so Elmont will inbound it this time from half court. Hamlin with the basketball. Let's see, it's not Hamlin. Yeah, yeah, that is Hamlin. She's got it. She's going to drive, kick it in the right corner. Three-pointer by Broadway. No good. Rebound knocked loose. They're going to get number one, Tamiya Thatch, I believe, from East for a foul. I believe that's going to be her first. That, that is, is the, the team team's second. Oh, team I'm sorry, team third. Team third. Each team with three foul Three-pointer on the way from Elmont, Number 20. That's Meredith Christ. No good. Rebound goes to uh, – I think Elmont got the offensive rebound, but East came up with the basketball. And will bring it across half court. Farrer with it. She's going to hand off to Duncan. Duncan looks to penetrate. Can't. Kicks it out to Carwile. Carwile will reset the offense. Passes on the right wing to Farrer, who's looking inside the car. Wow, well, good idea. To pass a little long. Now she's in trouble, and I believe they're going to call a foul on Elkmont. Yeah, it might have been on number, looks like it was on number two, at Abbey Broadway.
4: Foul number two, Broadway.
1: First. And I believe we've got a 30 second timeout. Uh, we're going to keep it here, correct? Okay. There's 221 left in the first quarter, and uh, East Leeds, Elkmont, 5 to 2. Check out the Play Action Sports mobile app. It's your connection to all our live streams, along with scores, game archives, and more. Go online to PASnetwork.net for the download links. And if you say, I'm not a mobile app kind of guy, but I do like Twitter, well, guess what? You can follow us on Twitter at pasnetwork and look for play action Sports on Facebook. We'll keep you updated on scores and information tonight and throughout the week. On that play right there, Bailey, if if I was co- uh, Coach Wallace at Elkman, I'd be a little mad at my girls and really mad at the officials. There was no reason for them to foul. Uh, so they had her trapped in the three-second lane, and I, I really didn't see a lot of contact, but they did, and they called the foul. East inbounds it. Layup no good by Duncan. She's going to tie up... Uh, uh, a, a Red Devil, and Coach Wallace is not happy uh, with the officiating right now at all. I believe he must have thought there was some contact. But Elkmont has the ball. 2:15 left. Red Devils trail 5-2. to two. Hamlin with the basketball will hand off to uh, – that would be Morris. She drives the right side. Ooh. Uh, had some contact. She tried to make a pass. It was stolen by East Limestone. Good job on the defensive end again by the Indians. They have the ball now. Taylor Farrer looks inside. They're they're using that give and go, I guess you'd call it. And it hadn't worked so far. Elkmont with the turnover. Morris drives. Layup up. No good. Rebound knocked around. Picked up by Elkmont. Down low. Shot is blocked. And I believe there's going to be a foul. That was uh, looks like number three, Brianna Newton for Elkmont that got fouled
2: was to be on number 42, Tamiya Thatch. That's a pretty tough foul, too. She went up for the shot. She kind of got knocked back pretty hard. but
1: So the first free throw is good by Newton. And Thompson will check back in for East. And leaving will be Tamiya Thatch. Coming in also for East is Taylor Thatch. And Duncan will leave for the Indians. Second shot by Newton is on the way, and it is good. So it's 5-4 to four East, 139 and counting in the first quarter. Indians bringing the ball up against some pressure from Elkmont. Long pass, caught, and nice play by East Limestone. The layup by Molly Thompson is good. Good job by the Indians breaking the press.
2: And Very good ball movement there on both sides, going straight to the corner, and then on the cut inside immediately looking and dishing it for an easy layup. Very good offense there from East LimeStone. So.
1: Elkmont with the ball. Newton under pressure over to Morris. Morris is going to drive. Jump stop shot is blocked by Thompson and rebounded by Thompson for East. She'll kick it to Farrah as we uh, near the one-minute mark in the first quarter. Indians with a three-point lead. Farrah drives. Layup. Good. And she draws the foul. One Tough foul, too. That, that arm kind of
2: came almost... Pretty much straight down right on her. Actually went for the shot. Good job on the tough follow-through, making it in. An and then he's got one more step, and you got to make a free throw, too. And
1: that's Robinson's second foul. Uh, team's fifth. Bettingfield will check in, and I figure she's going to get – she does get Paige Robinson. Farrah looking to uh, complete the three-point play, as we like to say, the old-fashioned way. <laughs> Was that meant to rhyme? And it is no good in and out. That's the second free throw East Limestone's had. It looks like it's going in, but it does not. Devils with the basketball. Three-pointer on the way. It's no good. Rebound by Morris. Back over to Hamlin. She'll kick it right side to Christ. Now she drives, and they're going to get her for the walk. And you got to say that was caused by the pressure by East Limestone's defense.
2: And they're just going to be all up, all up in, in Elkmont's face, just not letting them get any kind of breathing room to move the ball around safely. No, they're trying to, the dribble
1: drive, but they're getting no uh, penetration. It's just either out or – I guess, I don't know what – neutral is the only word I can come up with. Um, that time, Elkmont came up with a nice play on defense and forced, I believe – was it a travel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be Elkmont basketball. 31 and a half seconds left in the first quarter. Indians lead – The Red Devils, 9-4. Hamlin over to Morris. Morris will bring it across to Hamlin. Hamlin double-team, kicks it to Morris. Swings it over the left side to Newton. Newton drives right, kicks it inside. And stolen by uh, East. Farrer will take the ball. She drives, layup. No good. Rebound goes to Bettingfield for Elkmont. Kicks it over to Hamlin. Five seconds left. Morris shoots the three, no good. Rebound goes to Carwell, and that will do it for the first quarter of play. After one period, your score, East Limestone, nine, and Elkmont, four. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports.
5: Hey, guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home.
0: Want to howl with a havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 as we announce the weekly winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc, Tailgate Talk, and 1080 WKAC.
1: girls championship game of the limestone county tournament east with the basketball to start the quarter Carwell with the ball kicks it over to farah who will dribble up to the top looks inside the Carwell, gets it to her she's double teamed loses the basketball and it is picked up by elkmont tiley thomas with it for the red devils the red devils have done a good job covering that play that, that yeah, east is running right there that's about the second turnover uh off of it so far hamlin with the ball she uses her dribble kicks it across the floor to number 20, who's going to have the ball stolen from her, but restolen by Elkmont inside the betting field. She is going to be called for a walk. And Elkmont just can't seem to, to get settled on offense.
2: Yeah, I mean, both teams right now are just playing very in-your-face defense, just not letting each other breathe. And honestly, that's really the reason why the score is as low as it
1: is with 9-4. to four. Indians break the press. Good pass to Thompson, but good defense by uh, the Elkmont post. And it's a turnover to the Red Devils. This will be Hamlin bringing the ball down. She'll kick it over to Broadway. Broadway gets inside but loses the basketball. Uh, They say it was off East Lime. So I guess maybe an East Lime, some Indian knocked it out of her hands.
2: Maybe like it bounced off one of their feet.
1: And that would be my guess. So Elkmont retains possession. Exactly seven minutes left in the second quarter. (laughs) Indians lead 9-4. to Hamlin takes it. She drives, shot up, and no good. Rebound goes to East Limestone. That was uh, Witherspoon, I do believe, that got the rebound. Kicks it over to Farrer. Transition jumper, no good. Rebound by East. That is Thatch. She'll bring it out. Kick it over to Carwell. Carwell inside to Witherspoon. Spin move up and good. That they're going to call. Now, as a girls' coach, I would want to ask that official: If that had been a guy, would you have called that a walk? Uh, she probably did take an extra step. It was a nice move, but she just couldn't uh, keep from taking that extra step, and it's a turnover. Elkmont with the basketball. Broadway being pressured. The ball is stolen by East. Uh, That's with it. Over to Carwell. She takes the three-pointer, and it is no good, but we've got a foul on Bettingfield for
2: Elkmont. I believe it was a box out. You know, just maybe trying to hook around, trying to get in front, trying to get a proper position in the post, but maybe just got a little too aggressive and called the foul.
1: And that's her second. Uh, Elkmont sixth, so uh, East will shoot free throws the rest of the half. Inbounding the ball now. Farrah over to Thatch. Thatch dribbles up, looks inside, back to Farrah at the top. They set their play up. Kicks it over to Thatch. Thatch to Carwile, to Taylor Thatch. Taylor over to Farrah for a three from the wing. No good. Rebound goes to Elma, and they're going to lose the basketball. Uh, East with it now up top. Thatch holding the ball, passes across the top to Carwile, back to Thatch. She'll set the offense up. And it's just thrown away. That was a pass that just – it wasn't a – as they call it in tennis, that was an unforced error. Yeah. It'll be Elkmont basketball. Five thirty-six left in the first half. Elkmont trails East Limestone 9-4. Both teams still seem to be going going with a press defense here. Yes. And Elkmont breaks it. Newton with the basketball. They're going to get Carwile with the body.
2: Foul five, they got no, another sub for east
1: limestone Tija duncan is coming in and that was the second foul on Carwile. so i got to believe oh she's still in the game elmott's going to inbound it over to hamlin hamlin drives no shot kicks it to newton Three-pointer by Thomas. Good. Tylee Thomas with her first basket of the game, and it's now 9-7 East Limestone. And that's a th- first three-pointer of the game as well. So Carwell brings it up. She's going to drive, dish it. Good pass inside to uh, Witherspoon. She missed her shot, got the rebound, and they're going to call. I think it's Bettingfield, and if so, that's her third.
2: Yeah, it seems like from the, from the way she's reacting, it might be. That's what like they did call that on Beddingfield. Good, good look and good movement by East. Linestone to kind of get that easy shot inside. It's a shame it didn't go in the first time, but looks like she's going to get another opportunity for these
1: two. So Witherspoon will go to the line to shoot two. 502 left in the half. The first free throw is good, and it's now 10-7 to 7, uh, East. We've got um, number 11, Morgan Morris, checking in for Ella Bettingfield. Elkmont gets a good bit smaller. Uh, uh, they're having to take field out of the game. Second free throw is no good. Rebound goes to Elkmont. That's Newton over to Morris. She'll bring the ball up, being pressured. Now she's in trouble. And she'll kick it in the corner to Hamlin. Hamlin being guarded by Thatch. The ball is knocked loose and stolen by Tamaya Thatch. And then they're going to get uh, Brianna Newton on the foul as Thatch was taking it down the floor.
0: Foul number three, Brianna Newton.
1: And so Farrar. coming
2: in for East Limestone, we got number twenty, Taylor Farrar.
0: Fifty-one-one, right, Brace. Limestone number one, Maya Thatch. I'm
1: sorry, Taylor Farrar. So Tamaya Thatch will shoot uh, the one and one. A shot is long, no good. Rebound goes to Newton for Elkmont. Elkmont will bring the ball up. That's uh, Morris over to Thomas. And Thomas was looking for Hamlin. Hamlin was cutting back door, and Thomas threw it behind her, out of bounds to uh, East. That's just miscommunication right there on, on their part.
2: Both, both these teams have been playing such aggressive defense, that it really gets you into that kind of sense of panic and that I have to do yes. something as soon as you get the ball.
1: East with the basketball. Farrah gets a screen. Takes the top of the key three. That is no good. Rebound. Loose on the floor. Picked up by Farrah. She uh, trying to get it to a teammate, but it's stolen by Broadway. Newton with the ball for Elkmont. She's dribbling at long range, trying to drive, and she just falls. Turns it over, and then East. Says this is a Christmas party. It's time to exchange gifts, and they gave it right back to Elkmont. And yeah, just trying
2: to throw a go ahead pass to a teammate, but just a little too far in front. So
1: Hamlin drives, kicks it over to Broadway for the three. It is good. Abby Broadway with a left wing jumper, and we're tied at ten. Oh, Elkmont quickly bringing this back. And that three point shot will get you back in that ball game. East breaks the press. Over to Farrah. Farrah inside to Witherspoon. She turns and shoots. No good. Witherspoon, I don't think she really knew where she was when she caught the ball and she wasn't able to turn around and put it in the basket. So, Elkmont with the ball, chance to take the lead. 3.25 on a counting clock in the second quarter. Hamlin. I was about to say, very dangerous handoff there. Yes. Uh, Elkmont keeps it. Newton drives. Shot no good. Rebound goes to um, Th- Taylor Thatch for east. She'll kick it ahead to Duncan, and the ball goes out of bounds. I think Duncan wanted to get it and drive before she actually caught it, and it'll be a turnover
2: to Elkmont. I've made that same mistake many times where I try to act before the ball gets in my hands, and once you know it, I'm halfway to the basket, and the ball's already out of bounds. Yeah.
1: So Elkmont went inbound under pressure. 3:07 left. Score tied at 10 in the second quarter. Limestone County Varsity Girls State, or not State County Championship. Three-pointer by Thomas. No good. And it's knocked out of bounds. Anytime you see that referee tap his hands, you know you're not getting the ball. Uh, and it was off Elkmont, so it'll belong to the Indians. Elkmont not pressing now. I believe this is the first time they haven't pressed off of a dead ball or a made basket. So East brings it up over to Farrah, left wing. She'll dribble towards the top. Now to Duncan. Duncan's gonna drive. Nice move by Duncan. Left-handed layup. Good. Good angle, too. was defender number four. Kylie Thomas wasn't able to get a hand on it. Good finish there by Duncan. 12-10 Indians. Elmont with the ball. Thomas throws it into Hamlin. And they're gonna get they're gonna get East with a foul. Um, uh, Elmont fortunate right there to get that. Taja Duncan with her first foul, team foul number six. And shooting two will be Thea Hamlin for Elkmont. Her first shot is long, no good. Um, She'll get a second free throw, 226 left in the first half. Uh, Elkmont trails East Limestone 12-10. And the second free throw is also no good. Rebounded by Taylor Farah of East Limestone. She'll bring the ball down the entire length of the floor. Coast to coast. She lays it in the
2: basket. No one contesting her on the press either. No one tried to step in front of the ball. She just kind of glided
1: in there for an easy two. She did. It's 14-10 East. Elkmont with the basketball. Kicked it over in the left corner. Too high a pass. Goes off the hands of Chris out of bounds to East Limestone. So East will inbound the ball, leading 14-10 to in the latter stages of the second period. Taylor Thatch over to Duncan. Duncan to in just through the hands of Witherspoon and out of bounds. Just slipped right through the fingers. So it'll be Elkmont ball. East with a little pressure here. Broadway has it. She'll bring the ball up the floor. And she picks her dribble up, and they're calling her for a walk. I'm trying to not say anything audible, but, yeah, that was
2: – got to plant your feet on those jump stops. Well,
1: and that's one of those – where you did not pick up your dribble in the yeah, first you place. just want to ask her, hey, you know, you're not – there's no there's no five-second count. You're not under pressure. Just handle the basketball and um, get it to your guard. But, uh, again, sometimes those things happen. So, it's East basketball. Farrah with the ball. She drives, kicks it to Carwell on the baseline, back out to Farah. Farrer trying to penetrate but can't over to Carwell. Inside look to Thompson. It's stolen by Elkmont. Good defense by the Red Devils. And the ball is knocked loose by, Tom- uh, by Taylor Farrah out of bounds to Elkmont.
2: Good hustle there by Farrah trying to get the steal right back.
1: So Elkmont with the ball. Hamlin's going to drive under pressure. Nearly lost it but kicked it to Morris. Morris driving. Stops, shot from eight feet. Good, good move by uh, Morgan Morris, 14-12 East. They have the basketball. Farrer will bring it up. She kicks it to Carwile. Carwile, one dribble to Farrer, Left or right wing, one dribble, pass to Duncan. Duncan, inside shot blocked by Elkmont, rebounded by the Devils. Under a minute left in the first half. Devils with a chance to take the lead with a three right here. Hamlin dribbles to the right side. She kicks it to Morris. Morris will drive. stop shot. No good. Rebound by Ferrer She'll pass ahead to Duncan. Duncan, one dribble. Baseline jumper. Good. Ties to Duncan with the basket. And East leads 16-12 with 25 seconds left in the first half.
2: Yeah, good, good shot there by Duncan. Good, good motion as well, just overall. Good offense there from East Limestone.
1: Morris drives, kicks it out to Thomas. Thomas over to Chris, back to Thomas. Eight seconds left. She dribbles out. Thomas still with the basketball. Under pressure, Broadway with it. Broadway's going to drive. Shot no good, but she was fouled by Thompson. And that's going to be Thompson's... I believe it's her first. Let's they see.
2: To the to yes. Here first. Yeah, it to be you, the, ar- the arms were straight up, but the- as soon as she let go for the
1: layup, came down, got some rest, and now we got the fouls. Broadway's first shot is good. It's now 16-13. Elkmont trails by three. Second shot is up. And it is no good. Rebound goes to East, and that will do it for the first half. At halftime, your score, East Limestone 16, Elkmont 13. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports.
0: Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years And that tradition continues today Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites As well as some tasty new additions Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis style ribs Catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few They're open early for breakfast too So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont Just three tenths of a mile east of Highway 127 Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition.
5: This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible textbook series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home.
0: What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank & Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athlete and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a T-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and Tailgate Talk. (laughs) Back at Ardmore High School, uh, it's halftime of the
1: varsity girls uh, Limestone County Championship game, where the East Limestone Indians lead the Elkmont Red Devils sixteen to thirteen. Joining me now, if I did not introduce him, and you only heard him speak, you would say, "Holy cow!" They have Barry White as their guest. You would think we're fixing to hear "Love to Love You, Baby." But it is not Barry White. It is Ardmore Varsity Boys Coach Kyle Owens. Coach Owens, how in the world are you? I'm doing great, and it's good to see you too, by the way. <laughs> it's always good when, when we get together. Well, Coach, um, the county tournament It's something I know as a coach, I always look forward to it unless we were hosting. Right. It is a wonderful event to host, but it is a very – Um, not only is it tiring physically, but your, a lot of times your practice schedule gets rearranged and, you know, you've got to make sure that you want, you always want it to look good, but you want it to look extra good. So kind of talk about what some of the, uh, I don't know if challenge is the right word, but what some of the things that that y'all have done to make sure that everybody had a good experience.
6: Well, the main thing is, is going to be making sure everybody's fan experience is big for me. So that's why we have the board and we and we have the table. And, and I shine that gym floor before every session because I want to make sure that everything looks good. Um, but feeding people seems to be the big thing. As long as we got good food in the stand and good food in the hospitality room, I feel like we've done a good job.
1: Yeah, and um, <clears throat> I was... Uh, just looking around, it, it seems like that the, the county tournament is well attended. I, I wasn't sure. You know, sometimes when you schedule the, the the times, if you schedule it, I know a lot of times the games have been played at – 6 and 7 30 right. uh, and then by the time you get done that they're usually 20 30 minutes late starting that's right so you're here all night and then if you schedule it in the afternoon like these are kind of afternoon early evening games you wonder how the attendance will be but it looks like it's well attended to me
6: it's, it seems like there's been a good crowd especially the last three days of this the crowds have been really good and, and i feel like anytime you can get east limestone versus tanner it doesn't matter what they're doing they could play hockey and people are going to show up right. watch it um west limestone brings a good crowd and and since you got all that going on i think that helps with the crowds too saturday doesn't help either it's saturday come on out and watch basketball
1: yeah and uh, i know uh, i haven't been able to see uh, all the scores but i know in the the varsity girls every game has been it has been competitive and then i know uh the boys on thursday night clements and west limestone I, it was 40 39 so it, i would assume it was a really good it was uh, a good game ball game and then um Uh, I guess did East beat or was it Elkmont they played last night? They played Tanner Tanner, last night. Okay, and and so um, and like you said, you've got East and West. uh, And I I noticed, um, you know, I don't know if you and I, I feel like we might could pull it off, but I got to give East—I mean West—Limestone coach Justin Taylor credit. He's a strikingly handsome man with or without hair. He Uh, is. uh, uh, And so when I saw him today, it was, it it took me aback because I had not seen other than just had seen some pictures. You know, it's kind of like. When you see I, – I would say it's kind of like seeing Nick Saban live and you've seen the pictures of him. Right. You just can't really fully appreciate it until you get to see him in person. And so I saw him earlier today. Yeah. And i got to say I was impressed. I um, can't pull that off. And I always
6: <laughs> thought that was a choice that he made until he grew out that hair. And now yes. i become more jealous of him than I already was. Yes, yeah. yes.
1: Uh, um, well, Coach, um, now as uh, – you know, when we get to the county tournament, uh, it, it – kind of signals the we're, we're close to the end of the regular season how many more games do do y'all have before you go to area play we're
6: gonna play five regular season games okay and so we turn around and play here monday night so i got to clean up really good tonight just to turn around and
1: play on monday all right yeah. there's nothing like a monday home that's right game after. It, it got
6: moved we didn't schedule that originally it was one that we had to move unfortunately <laughs> but yes it makes it a lot of fun
1: well now have uh, i have y'all had many games lost due to covid or no we haven't lost yeah. any so far to
6: that so you know crossing our fingers i probably really, shouldn't have
1: spoke right that. I, but I, I
6: really just wanted to get through this week and it right. looks like we're gonna make it and then you know we can just we can just go with it the rest of the year but we get through this week and i'll be happy
1: yeah um well now uh area wise who who are y'all in there with and and uh, how have you it, it, how have you done? I, well, I think it's pretty tough. It's, area it's really
6: got. tough. Okay. Um, Lee, Jimison, and East Limestone. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's just one of those years. I, and I've had some people out due to injury, and it doesn't help at all, you know. But, right. Yeah, Lee and Jimison and East are all stacked. And you'll see in a minute, East has got about ten kids who can score. So, it makes it tough.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that it does. Uh, well, Coach, we appreciate you um, coming up and, and speaking with us. We wish you – uh, all the best the rest of the season and uh, I know you're you've been glad to host and I, I to me hosting it's it's kind of like when family comes in you're glad to see them come and you don't mind watching them leave
6: can't wait for them all to leave <laughs> even though I'm glad they're here <laughs> yeah. having fun you're yeah. right
1: you can't miss them unless they're gone but I uh, said so right. we appreciate your time coach and uh, we look forward to talking to you again real soon thanks I appreciate it that was coach Kyle Owens uh, Ardmore high school varsity boys basketball coach here And uh, we've got about two minutes until the third quarter begins. So are we going to take a break? We'll be taking a break. You're listening to Limestone County Basketball from Play Action
0: Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips Team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777 4916 or James at 656 2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips Team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99, and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. Looking for T-shirts with just the message you want? They're as close as your computer or mobile device. Just go to DaddyO'sCustomTees.com and look through the selection of designs for the perfect one. Or say just what you want with your very own designer message. DaddyO's Custom Teas features short and long sleeve T-shirts plus sweatshirts, hoodies, aprons, mugs, and even pet apparel. With DaddyO's Custom Teas, you can have it your way. Whether you need one or 100, go to DaddyO'sCustomTeas.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S. Custom, T-E-E-S, dot com.
1: We're back for the uh, third quarter of the Limestone County Varsity Girls Championship game. East Limestone leads Elkmont 16-13. Elkmont with the basketball. Broadway's going to go down the right side. Looks for a cutting Hamlin but couldn't find her. Over to Thomas. Thomas back up top to Broadway. To Morris. Morris will drive. Stop! Nice dish to number 12. That is Paige Robinson, and the basket is good. Elmont cuts the lead to one. Now they're in their press. East Limestone brings the ball up. That's Taylor Farrell. She'll drive. Dish to Thompson. Layup. Good. Hey, after a pretty low-scoring first half, coming right out of the gate with two quick baskets from both teams, very interesting to see. Yes. East limestone with pressure. Elmont brings it up. Thomas over across the floor to Broadway. Broadway will drive. Kick to Morris. Morris drives to the top to Thomas. Over to Hamlin. Three-pointer. Good. And Elmont has tied the game at 18. Good ball movement that time by the Red Devils. Farrow will bring the ball up in pressure. Long pass to Carwell inside to Thompson. Shot is good, and she is fouled by number 12, Paige Robinson. That will be her third. My goodness. I don't know what they put in the water in the locker room, but
2: both teams have just come out with a completely different energy this second half. Yeah, I hope they keep drinking it.
1: (laughs) I'd much rather see this. So, Robinson with her third foul. Team foul number one in the second half. Thompson shoots. The free throw, it is good, and East Limestone back up by three, 21 to 18, 6:45 and counting in the third quarter. Elkmont with the basketball. Hamlin drives left side, penetrates, dish to Robinson, shot no good. Rebound goes to Thompson. Needed to go up a little bit stronger with that one. Thatch over to Carwell, Carwell inside to Thompson. They're going to get Paige Robinson for her fourth foul. Again, he just
2: can't wrap around, wrap around the post like that. you got to find a different way to step in front and try to get that better
1: position. Well, if she could get her, I always try to tell my girls, you've got to get your foot in front of their foot because uh, if you're not, you're reaching, and they, they're going to call that just about every time. So East with the basketball. Duncan over to Farrah. Nice catch by Farrah. She'll drive right side. Baseline shot, no good. Rebound loose. Picked up by Morris for Elkmont. Now she's picked her dribble up, passes ahead to Broadway. Broadway will bring the ball down. Left side. She'll kick it over to Morris. She'll set the offense up. Morris drives. Looking for someone to, to kick it to. She finds Broadway. Broadway with the ball. Left side. She'll kick it to Hamlin. Hamlin drives. Layup. No good. Rebound. Knocked out of bounds off of Thompson's hands. It'll be Elkmont basketball. Yeah, I know I kind of brought it up earlier, but again, these offenses just
2: come out with a completely different energy. Both teams just seem, just seem to be a lot more in
1: tune, a lot, just seem to be a lot it's more a, comfortable. Yes, it's a lot better pace to the game. Uh, Elkmont with the ball, Hamlin drive, kicks it up top to Tylee Thomas, three-pointer, no good. Rebound, Hamlin, she'll lay it up, and good. Thea Hamlin with the offensive rebound and the basket. A yeah, good follow-up there on the rebound, being in position for, for the putback. Pressure now. Elkmont almost got the, the uh, turnover, but Carwell kicks it to Duncan, who loses the ball, and that, that was just pre- the, the pressure forced that uh, right there. Elkmont with the ball, chance to take the lead. Morris dry, shot no good, but there's going to be a foul on number 33, Molly Thompson of East Limestone, I do believe. Yep, just coming down once again on the block.
0: East Limestone, foul number 33, Molly Thompson.
1: So Morgan Morris will shoot two for Elkmont. 5-19 left in the third quarter. East Limestone leads Elkmont 21 to 20. Her first shot is up, and it is good. Morris ties the game at 21. So the referees talking to Molly Thompson, offering words of encouragement, I'm sure. Morris with the basketball, takes a few dribbles. Second free throw is up. It's going to be long, no good rebound. Goes to Broadway for Elkmont, and she is fouled. That's two quick fouls on Thompson in this half, and that's her third of the game. And that's just simply somebody didn't box out. I don't know where Broadway was, but she went to the to the basketball, and she's rewarded with two free throws. Her first one is good. Elkmont regains the lead for the first time in this half. Red Devils, 5-17 left in the third quarter. (coughs) Second free throw coming up. And it is also good. And there's Elkmont's going to call a 30-second timeout. There's 5-17 left in the third quarter. Elkmont leads East Limestone, 23-21. You can now hear us on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open play action sports. And here are our coverage of Limestone County basketball in crystal clear quality all season long. And you can look for the Play Action Sports Report. That's results, announcements, and a special guest every week. It drops each and every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes, Amazon, Google, and more. You can also hear it on your Alexa or Google device or hear it online at pasnetwork.net. It'll be East Limestone Basketball. They trail by two. Um, that would be, I believe, the biggest Elkmont lead of the game. Um, Devils in. Looks like a three-quarter court uh, press. It's a very interesting kind of press. It's like it a, is. It's almost like a. Th- it's a 3-2. But East breaks it, kicks it over to Carwell for the three-point shot. No good. Rebound goes to Witherspoon. She puts it up. No good. Witherspoon with another rebound. And she is... Called for a foul. The the official, I don't know if he, I think he meant to blow his whistle. uh, But the foul is called on number 11, Morgan Morris. Her first, and it'll be the team third. Yeah, because he threw up the sign like on the first shot, but I don't think his whistle was working. Witherspoon's first free throw is good. Making it 23-22. Altmont cuts the lead to one. That was a good work that time by Witherspoon on the offensive Uh, glass now her second free throw is up and it is also good so we're tied early in the third quarter Elmont basketball with some pressure from East Limestone Thomas with it crosses half court over to Hamlin Hamlin will hand off to Morris she'll drive the ball uh, stripped by I believe that's uh Thatch to Maya Thatch she gives it over to Taylor Farrer for the nice step-through layup, and East Limestone leads 25-23. Good move there by, by uh, Farrer. So the Indians retake the lead. Elmont with the ball. Broadway drives, kicks it over to Thomas for a left wing three. Good! Kylie Thomas and Elmont takes, retakes the lead. 26-25, 420 left. Ball is loose on the floor, picked up by Elmont. That is uh, Morris. Morris. Oh, that's a that's a over and back. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Uh, the crowd doesn't agree with it, but there is no question that was over and back. Yeah, we had a pretty we had like the perfect angle to see it, just a little too early to, to hand the ball off back to the guard there. So it'll be East Limestone basketball nearing the midway point of the third quarter. Uh, Elkmont with a one-point lead, 26-25. to 25. Duncan with the basketball for the Indians. She looks inside. Ball knocked away. Almost stolen by Elkmont. But East will retain possession. And we've got, it looks like, uh, Duncan going out for East and Taylor Thatch reporting in. So East has the basketball. Looking to get the ball inbounds over to Thatch, Taylor Thatch. To Farrer inside to Carwile. Carwile. Tries to get it to Witherspoon, and it's saved. Kick out over to Farrah. Farrah with a three-point shot from the right wing. Good. Taylor Farrah with the three-point shot, and East now leads 28-26. Yeah, both teams just going back and forth, doing a good job of answering each other's points. So, Elkmont with the ball now. Top of the key, Hamlin with it, being guarded by Tamaya Thatch. She'll pass to Tylee Thomas over to Morris. Morris to Thomas. Open for a three-pointer. Right wing. Good. Woo! Tylee Thomas with another three-pointer in Elkmont. Leagues 29-28. East coming up. Three on two. Break over to Carwell. Left wing. Three. No good. Rebound. Knocked out of bounds. It will belong to Elkmont. So they're going to say it was off of Witherspoon last. Yes. And the way Elkmont is running their offense, that, that's what they're so good at it. They – if they can ever get you to chase the basketball, they're going to find the open player. And if it's Thomas, she can be deadly with that three-point shot. Red Devils almost went over and back again, but they get it across. Morris drives. Layup. Good by Morgan Morris. And she has a chance for the three-point play. So the I going to be calling number five, Riley Carwile. So, Morgan Morris going to the line. Good aggressive drive that time by um, Morgan. And the free throw is no good. Rebound by Carlisle for East Limestone over to Ferris. She'll cross half court. She drives, and they're going to get a. See, I don't like that foul. I'm not saying she didn't foul, but the, he was behind the play. So, I don't know how he saw if if Morris for. Or oh, he's called it. Who did he call that on? Uh, Number 20. Uh, okay. okay. Her That's her court. first. I just don't see how he could see that, but he made the call, and there's not much complaint from uh, Coach Wallace for Elkmont. East with the ball. fair took her one dribble. She's in the corner in a lot of trouble, but she manages to throw the ball off of Morris, and it'll be East basketball. we got another sub coming in for Elkmont, Brianna, Brianna Newton. And she'll take Morgan Morris' place. That time, I'll give Taylor Farrah credit. She got herself in a jam, but she got herself out of it also. So Farrah will inbound the ball for East. East trails by three in the latter stages of the third quarter. Carwell on the left side dribbles up to the top. Will pass over to Farrah. Farrah spins, and they're going to get her for a walk. I guess she's trying to pivot a little too much inside, trying to find some kind of opening to shoot. Yeah, and I I think she felt like she got fouled, but she really initiated all that contact. So it was a walk call to Elmont with the basketball and a three-point lead. Thomas over to Newton. Newton back to Thomas. She's open for a three. No good. Rebound by Elmont. Well, saved by Elmont, but East gets the basketball. Carwile will bring it up. Chris tried to save it for Elmont, but she could not. Three-pointer by Thatch. Taylor Thatch, no good. Rebound goes to, I believe that is Brianna Newton. And there's a foul called on East.
4: Okay,
1: so that's on Tamaya Thatch, her second. That foul looked worse than what it was. Yeah, it looked a lot
2: worse. Saw some people on this side of the sidelines calling for a technical, but no. not enough
1: for that. No. So, we've got a timeout uh, by East Limestone. Is it a 30 second timeout? That's what we're about to find out here. Indeed, it is. Um, so, 30 second timeout, uh, 2.05 left in the third quarter. Elkmont leads East 31 to 28. Let's see. Look for the monthly play action sports column in Athens Now. We'll update you on what's been happening in local sports news as well as upcoming games and events. The paper is free and available at businesses all around town. Tailgate Talk gives you the chance to howl with the Havoc this hockey season. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your name for tickets to see the Huntful Habit. Winners will be announced during Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 on 1080 AM WKAC. Elmont with the ball. Two minutes left in the third quarter. Red Devils with a three-point lead. Thea Hamlin takes it at the top. She drives, kicks it back to Newton. Newton will drive, and they're going to get a foul on East. Foul is on number one to Maya Thatchers, her third. And Bailey East is starting to get in some fairly serious foul trouble. And yeah, it seems like their defense is starting to get a lot more
2: physical and aggressive and. With that, they're trying to put a lot more pressure on Elkmont, but in turn, they're risking a lot more fouls.
1: Well, And it just seems like Elkmont's a step quicker this half than they were because Elkmont's not doing anything differently except they're just executing their offense that they they weren't able to get the downhill drive in the first half, and they've been able to do that um, this half. Inbounds uh, for Elkmont knocked back out, so Elkmont will try it again. Tylee Thomas looking. She finds a cutting. Uh, Thea Hamlin, she'll go shoot the layup. No good. Rebound goes to Witherspoon for East. She'll give it to Farrah. Farrah's going to drive all the way. Layup. No good. Rebound goes to, I believe that's Newton, and there's a foul on East Limestone. My
2: goodness. I think that's about the third foul committed on Newton. East Limestone foul, number
4: 20.
1: So Elmont will be in. There's 1.39 left in the third quarter, and Elmont will be shooting free throws from here on out as that's the 6 team foul on East Limestone. Elmont inbounds it. No pressure from East, waiting to pick them up at half court. Thea Hamlin will bring the ball across. She'll hand off to Morris. Morris trying to get downhill but could not. Double team kicks it over to Hamlin. Hamlin to Newton, Newton will dribble the ball back to the top. Newton, pass intended for Meredith Christ, but it's just a little too tall for Meredith. And out of bounds to East Limestone. So Farrah inbounds it to Taylor Thatch. Thatch will bring it across. Looks over the defense, calls for a play. will find Farrer. Farrer looking, gets a screen, top of the key. Looks inside to Witherspoon. Good pass, but Witherspoon loses her balance, can't make the shot. Rebound goes to Morris for Elkmont. She'll bring the ball down. Top of the key, dribbles right side, kicks it to Newton. Less than a minute left in the third quarter. Elkmont leading 31-28. Morris with the basketball. She'll drive, kicks it over to uh, Chris, and they're going to get her four steps. Just took a little extra step before before getting the ball off there. So East will have the basketball chance to tie here late in the third quarter. Taylor Thatch will bring the ball up. Pace has slowed a little bit from the beginning of the third quarter. Duncan with the ball for East Limestone. Kicks it out to Carwell. Over to Ferrer. Farrer dribbling the basketball. Looking, looking. spins, Kicks it out to Thatch. She thought about a three. Oh. But a good recovery by Elkmont. And that forced the walk. And if it's not a walk, it's out of bounds on the pass. Uh, so it's gonna be a turnover either way. Yeah, the defender did a good job of getting and closing out yes. quickly. But and as we like to say, she closed out with high hands, and, and that, that forced the turnover. Elkmont with the ball, Chris looking inside, throws a, <laughs> a pass that'll put gray hairs on every coach, but it's caught by Elkmont. Morris will drive, nice move, layup, no good. Rebound, knocked loose, picked up by Bettingfield, shot, no good. Rebound goes to Hamlin. Hamlin under a lot of pressure, and they're going to call a jump ball. And it'll go to East Limestone. 2.7 seconds left um, for the Indians, who will look to make the long pass. She does to Carwile. Carwile shot is uh, ooh. no good. A little wide right, we might say. That'll do it for your third quarter of play. Your score, Elkmont, 31 31- East Limestone 28. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play
0: Action Sports. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning morning at 10 on wkac we'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pipe we'll also announce our latest athlete of the week and give away an applebee's gift card and a tailgate talk t-shirt applebee's tailgate talk saturday mornings at 10 on your tailgate talk app on your amazon echo or google home device online at TailgateTalk.net, and on the air at 1080 wkac
1: and we're uh, waiting the start of the fourth quarter in the Varsity Girls uh, Limestone County Championship game here at Ardmore High School. It will be, I believe it's going to be Elkmont basketball. Uh, The Red Devils trailed almost the entire, if not the entire first half, just about the entire first half, but they have taken a lead here in the third quarter. They're up 31-28 as we start the fourth and... Final, possibly final period of play. Morris with the ball for Elmont. She spins. Good defense by East. Kicks it out. Three-pointer. No good by Christ. Rebound picked up by East. That would be Duncan. Got a two-on-one to Farah Farrah layup.
2: Good. Farrah meeting almost no opposition <coughs> on that layup, and I to risk any kind of foul.
1: So it's 31-30. Elmont by one with the basketball. Just underway in the fourth quarter. Hamlin drives, looking for someone to kick it to. She finds Morris. Morris thought about a three, but didn't. Right side dribbling, trying to back in, and they're going to get a foul on number one. That is Tamaya Thatch. That's her fourth, and it'll send um, Morgan Morris to the free throw line for the one-and-one.
2: One. It's like Taylor Thatch, number 24, is coming in for East Limestone for Tamaya.
1: So, Morris with the first free throw, and it is no good. Rebound goes to Carwell. East can take the lead with a basket. She drives all the way, layup, no good, but she is fouled. Uh, good job. Carwell. just says, I'm going to dribble till somebody stops me, and they didn't stop her. <clears throat> and that's a big foul for Elkmon is – Ella Beddingfield picks up her fourth. Both post players for Elkmont have four fouls. First free throw by Carwile is good, and we're tied at 31. <coughs> Carwile with her second free throw, and it is also good. Now East leads 32-31, but they put – okay, they corrected the scoreboard. Thank you, Jesus, because if you want a riot started – Get that scoreboard wrong. (laughs) Elkmont with the ball, trailing by one. Thomas, top of the key, three-pointer. No good, rebound long, out to Morris for Elkmont. She'll drive, kicks it for the baseline three by Chris. No good, long rebound. Taylor Ferret East has got numbers. She'll drive all the way, layup, good. And Elkmont wants the timeout. As East has got a little 6-0 run going, we've got 6.50 left in the fourth quarter. Your score, East Limestone 34, Elmont 31. You're listening to Limestone
0: County High School Basketball
1: from Play Action Sports.
0: What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank & Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank & Trust, member FDIC. We've got 6.50 left
1: in the fourth quarter here at Ardmore High School where the East Limestone Indians lead the Elkmont Red Devils 34-31 to in the championship game of the Varsity Girls Limestone County Tournament. Um, be sure to listen during the post-game show for the Limestone County Player of the Night. Our featured player will get a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Crispy, I mean, I'm sorry, at Village Pizza or Cream Delight. Now, we've got, speaking of delight, we've got a delight for you tonight. We're not going to name one. We're going to name two players of the night, one for the girls' game and one for the guys. So I know that will keep you listening. Elmont with the basketball trailing by three. Thea Hamlin dribbles, a lot, lot of pressure, but she gets it to Thomas who kicks it quickly to Morris who is going to be called for the walk. Yep. Good idea, just couldn't get it executed for the uh, Red Devils, and now East with the basketball and a three-point lead. Yeah, it was just
2: trying to find that angle to kind of wrap wrap a pass around it, dishing inside into the paint, but it's a little bit too big of a step.
1: Thatch with the ball over to Carwile, Carwile one dribble, kicks it to Duncan. Duncan drives, layup, no good. Rebound goes to number twelve, that would be Paige Robinson. And uh, Elmont with the ball with a chance to tie here with a three-pointer. Morris up top, getting bumped a little bit. No foul. Kicks it over to Christ. Christ, long range with the basketball. She'll pass it over to Morris. Ball is uh, knocked loose, stolen by East. Duncan with the 15-footer. No good. Rebound goes to Thompson. Thompson passes it to Farrah, but it's off her feet and stolen by Elmont. Uh, Elmont dodged a bullet just then. They did uh, And then with
2: East Limestone trying to recover, they they were able to kind of scramble back on defense They were able to cause a turnover.
1: So Eltmont needs a basket right here, trailing by three. Robinson with the ball. She kicks it over to Morris. Morris, one dribble, picks it up, kicks it to Chris. Chris to Thomas, open three. No good. Rebound, Chris. Basket or shot up, no good. Rebound goes to Morris. Morris, a lot of pressure, and she has the ball taken from her by Molly Thompson of East Limestone. Yep, she tried to kick it back out to
2: the top of the key, yes. and Thompson
1: just said no and snatched it right out, right out of her hands. So Carwell with the ball, and I think East is going to make Elmont come guard him as she's got it on her hip. Inside to Thompson. Thompson double teamed. Good play by the Elmont defense, and it's a turnover uh, that, the Dev- that the Red Devils are able to take advantage of here. Uh, Morris over to Thomas. Thomas up top with the basketball. To hamlin hamlin will drive spin kicks it good idea but uh the ball was knocked out of bounds i think it's going to be east limestone basketball good idea just couldn't execute the play that time
2: and just a little too crowded in the paint for a play like that
1: well and east is, is back to doing the kind of job they did in the first quarter defensively they're just they're not letting them drive and dish the basketball um East with the ball. Taylor Farah up top, handling the ball, looking over the defense, kicks it to Taylor Thatch. We've got a foul. It's going to be, I believe, on Molly Thompson, and if that's on Thompson, that will be her fourth.
2: Yep, it's going to be on Molly Thompson. <laughs>
0: that's
2: a little too, too much movement, a little too aggressive, trying to find trying to get set up in the post.
1: I'm not 100% sure why they're not shooting free throws. It was not a – it was not an offensive foul with the basketball, but I, I guess they uh, that one always gets me um, to where not they shoot, but they're not shooting free throws here, and nobody's saying anything. So as the um, Temptations, I think, once said, it must just be my imagination running away with me. Um, Red Devils with the ball thomas three-pointer left wing good Tyley thomas that's at least her third three this half and we're tied at 34 at the midway point of the fourth quarter and you cannot leave her open like that no trust me i know (laughs) (laughs) east with the basketball Carwell, top of the key three no good Rebound goes stayed by East, but Elmont will El- pick it up. They've got the numbers. If they want to use it, Hamlin drives, kicks it to Thomas. Thomas fills that three-point shot. Good. Yeah, Tony Thomas back-to-back right. to back threes, and Elmont has taken a 37-34 lead, a 6-0 run of their own to get this lead. And we've got a full timeout, so we'll take a break here. 3.46 left in the game. Elkmont leads East Limestone 34 or 37-34. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports.
0: Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area, assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232 two three two nine 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 four Davis and Cole LLP. Are you a good sport? Enter your name to be our good sport on the Play Action Sports Report. Every Wednesday during the podcast, we'll announce the winner. You might pick up a twenty five dollar gift certificate from Max Steakhouse in Athens. Just go online to pasnetwork.net, look for the Good Sport tab, and register. The Good Sport, our next one could be you. From Mac Steakhouse and Play Action Sports.
1: And We're at Ardmore High School where we've got a wonderful uh, girls basketball game going on here between Elkmont and East Limestone, the finals of the Limestone County Tournament. It's 37-34 Elkmont. But the lead has gone back and forth this entire second half. Uh, Red Devils with the lead right now. 3.46 left in the game. East will be inbounding the basketball. Elkmont not pressing right now. Looks like they're in a man-to-man. So, um, Tamaya Thatch brings the ball down, kicks it to Farrah at the top. She'll go to uh, Taylor Thatch over to Tamaya. Back to Carwile. Carwell now will back up. She'll get it to Farrer, looking inside. Can't find anything. There's a screen set for Farrer, but nothing developed. She dribbles the basketball. Keeps tom-toming the ball, as they used to say, which is kind of appropriate for East Lime. But anyway, <laughs> the ball gets passed out to uh, Tamaya Thatch. She'll set the offense up. Passes to Farrer. Farrer top of the key. Three. It is no good. Rebound. Knocked out of bounds to Elkmont. Uh,
2: Witherspoon trying to try to maybe get uh, number twenty-three, Thea Hamlin,
1: that to, to had touched it to keep it East Limestone ball, but didn't work out. And that was a good job by East Limestone getting patient. I think they got the shot that that they would have wanted. It just didn't go. Uh, now, if you're an East Limestone fan, you need a stop. If you're an Elkmont fan, you need a basket right here. Red Devils up three. Hamlin drives, kicks it over to Christ. in the corner. She'll dribble it out. Cross-court pass to Newton. Newton to Christ. Chris trying to get the ball to Hamlin, but she can't. Over to Broadway. Broadway will go to the middle. Kicks it out to Newton. Newton being pressured by Taylor Ferrer. And we've got a timeout by Elkmont. I believe it's going to be a, a full Yep. So it's a full timeout. Two thirty left in the game. Your score: Elmont thirty-seven, East Limestone thirty-four. You're listening to Limestone County High School basketball from Play Action Sports.
0: Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the City of Athens and just like our city's motto of Athens' is classic southern character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special. And that includes Athens and Limestone County Sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at athensal.us.
1: 2.30 left in the contest here uh, between East Limestone and Elkmont. Coming up after this game uh, will be the Varsity Boys championship game between East Limestone and West Limestone. So we'll be bringing you that game as well. But right now we've got a good girls game. Uh, Elkmont with the basketball and the lead. Red Devils will be in the bonus from here on out. Uh, Thomas looking. She's checked in. Oh, that ball's going to be stolen by Molly Thompson. And Bettingfield has just fouled out for Elkmont. Oh, that could, you couldn't have had a worse scenario. That's one of those where you don't you don't ever want to say just take the layup, but I think you say just take the layup. Yep, you cannot
2: risk fouling out on a fast break like that, especially given if it would give them two free sh-
1: two free shots as well. Well, and like you said, it's it's not it's not even the free throws. Somebody, it's, she's not going back in the ball game. I mean, you know, um, and and. They get a lot smaller when she's out of the game, and the person coming in for her, Paige Robinson, also has four fouls. So it's East now. East is not shooting free throws. They will be from here on out. So both teams will be at the free throw line for any other uh, common foul. Inbounds to Farrah. She spins. Layup is no good. Rebound goes to Elkmont. Ball is nearly stolen, and it's going to be off of Meredith Christ, and it will be East Limestone basketball. Paige Robinson got the rebound for Elkmont, but on the pass it was uh, knocked off of Chris by East Limestone Indian, and they've got the basketball thatch inside to Thompson. Thompson, good move. She draws a foul, and that should be five on Paige uh, Robinson, if it's on Robinson, and I believe it is. Looks like it's going to be a number 23 Thea Hamlet. Yes.
0: That's her Second.
1: So Molly Thompson goes to the line to shoot two for East Limestone. Her first free throw is no good. It's a little long. She'll get a second free throw. Uh, Checking in for East is Duncan. Taylor Thatch leaves. And then Morris comes in for Elkmont and Christ will leave. So Thompson with her second free throw. Attempting to cut the Elkmont lead down to two. Her shot is up and it is good. So it's 37-35. Checking in for uh, East will be Witherspoon, and Thompson is coming out. Good move on uh, Coach Thompson's part as she has four fouls. Yeah, to just take her out and not worry about it. Elmont being pressured by East. They get the ball in. Hamlin over to Morris. Morris will bring the ball up, gets it across half court, nearing the two-minute mark. Two point lead for the Red Devils. And the ball is stolen by Taylor Farrer. Good defense by the Indians. She'll pass ahead to Thatch. Lay up by Tamaya Thatch is good. And we are tied at 37. Great play there from East Limestone. Good go ahead pass. And tough finish there made by Tamaya Thatch. And that may be her first basket of the game. I'm not sure uh, if that's her first basket. But that was, sort of, like you said, it was a tough basket. So Elkmont went inbound the ball. The ball was knocked out of bounds. It'll be Elmont ball. We're tied at 37, a minute 52 left in the ball game. Hamlin with the ball. She is double teamed, and it's stolen by East. Farrer with the ball. She'll drive, lay up. No good. Rebound, not loose, and they're going to give the ball to East Limestone. A lot of contact going for that rebound, and East it. keeps the basketball. Carwell had a good idea to try to – well, I'm sorry, uh, not
2: not Carl. That was, uh, I believe number two, Abby Broadway, had a good idea to try to throw it at the defender's feet to try to knock it out of bounds, but just didn't throw it hard right. enough, so it just kind of didn't really go anywhere. Right.
1: East with the basketball. Game is tied. Carl with it. Pass to the top to Taylor Thatch. Looking inside to Thompson. Doesn't give it to her. Farrer with the ball. They're, they're trying to get it to Thompson. It looks like it's a little four out, one in. Passing the ball around. Tamaya over to Ferrer Carlisle cuts back door, but wasn't open. Farrer's going to drive, kick it over to Taylor Thatch for a right wing three. No good. Rebound goes to Robinson. She passes to Tyley Thomas and Elmont with the ball. Nearing the one-minute mark. Thea Hamlin's going to slowly bring the ball across half court. Now she drives, kicks it. Mm. Had a good idea, but Broadway did not continue cutting to the basket. Not blaming her, but she thought she was going to cut to the basket. And the ball goes harmlessly out of bounds. 101 left in the game. Tied at 37. And East Limestone with the basketball. Tamaya Thatch over to Taylor Farrer. Long range. Farrer with the ball. She'll kick it to Tamaya. Over to Taylor Thatch. The top to Farrer left wing looking inside. And There's a good screen by Carwell. She gets it inside to Thompson. Thompson's spin shot, no good. Rebound goes to Elkmont. Thea Hamlin with the ball, 30 seconds left in regulation. I believe Thompson was looking for a foul, but but the call didn't come. So now Hamlin with the basketball being guarded by Farrer, and we've got a timeout. Elkmont's got to be a full, I would have to believe it is. Uh, We're going to take a break. Okay, we'll take a break. 20.1 seconds left. Your score is tied, and you're listening to Limestone County
0: High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Oh, my, if you're not here watching this, you
1: are, we appreciate you listening, but you are missing a a very good high school basketball game here in the Varsity Girls County Championship between uh, Elkmont and East Limestone. The score is tied at 37 There's 20.1 seconds left in the game. Elkmont has the ball on their offensive end. Both teams are in the bonus. Morgan Morris will inbound the ball for the Red Devils. She looks, she looks, and she gets... Oh, it is stolen by Duncan for East Limestone. And now it's going to be a timeout East. They had the ball with 15.3 seconds. That was one of those where she was... Moving away from the pass, and and East Limestone Duncan was moving towards the pass. You could see it coming, so it's East basketball. Are we keeping it here? Okay, we're going to keep it right here as there's 15.3 seconds left in the game. Again, score is tied between East Limestone and Elkmont. It'll be East Limestone basketball. And uh, now, uh, Bailey, we, we, uh, we're we we're um probably fixing to earn the the large paycheck that, that we're going to receive here shortly from uh, producer extraordinaire uh, Tim Lambert, but I gotta believe that the ball is going to wind up in the hands of Taylor Farrer for East Limestone.
2: I mean, I would imagine the same thing. I mean, if you're the Elkmont coach right now, you're drawing up some kind of off-the-ball screen for it to get an open shot. But I mean, but with East Limestone, I mean, you, you got the steal now. 15 seconds, to you're getting the ball around half court.
1: Well, I, b- it, I believe they're going to do that. They're going to try that four out with Thompson inside because she's got a size advantage. Robinson's got four fouls. <clears throat> and if you get it to, to Farrah, you 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 have to respect her ability to shoot, to drive. And so they're going. she's going to be hard to guard. Um, Carwile's going to inbound it, and she'll get it to Tamaya Thatch. Thatch kicks it over to Farrer, Farrah's going to drive, lay up. No good. Rebound goes to Thomas. Five seconds left. She's trying to get the ball across half court. Three seconds, two. She shoots a long shot. No good. And we are going to go to overtime. And that time, uh, Taylor Farr got a good look, but it was a tough shot. Didn't go in. And so uh, we've got a tie ball game. We're going to take a break. Uh, It's 37-37 in the championship game between Elkmont and East Limestone. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports.
0: Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a Valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% of the the state. You can also call calling at 256-233-6400 or on a cell phone at 256-800-4544. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank & Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And
1: overtime is underway here in the Limestone County Varsity Girls Championship game. Elkmont wins the tip. They've got the ball. Morris under a lot of pressure from Ferris She picks her dribble up, hits a cutting Hamlin. Hamlin loses control of it, picks her dribble up, and the ball is stolen by Tamaya Thatch. Good defense by East Limestone Farrah drives layup good. East with the first basket in overtime.
2: It's again Farrah, just taking it all the way all the way across court
1: and making again a tough finish. Yeah. So now we've got a foul on number 24, Taylor Thatch. I believe that's her first. Might be her second. We're fixing to find out. It's her first. So free throws will be involved for Morgan Morris. Still shooting the one and one. I'm sorry, Thea Hamlin. I thought it was 11. It's 23. Um, Hamlin's free throw is good. First free throw is good. It's now 39 38 East Limestone. Just underway here in the overtime period, the first overtime. Hamlin's second free throw is also good, and we're tied at 39. Ooh. Not that the listeners care. I just figured out why former Brewer coach Ricky Allen is here. He, uh, Jessica Thompson, Ace Limestone's coach, played at Brewer and played for him, so he's showing loyalty to his former um, uh, player. Again, not that anyone cares, but that just came <laughs> to me. I thought I'd share it. 39-39, 310 left on a counting clock. East with the ball. Good pass inside to Taylor Thatch, but it's blocked by Tylee Thomas. Yep. Out of bounds to East Limestone. Good rotation there by Thomas to get there in time for the contest. Yes, that was, it was a good play. The only thing when, when uh, Thatch caught it, she had to turn around, and that gave Thomas enough time to hustle and get the block. East with the ball. Carwile up top. She's handling the basketball over to Taylor Thatch, right wing. She looks inside, and that's going to be the fifth foul on Paige Robinson. And uh, I, I know she's disappointed, but I, I want to tell her, if they didn't call the foul, she's fixing to shoot a layup. Um, um, and I don't know how Elmont's going to guard uh, Thompson now. Uh, she's She's been hard to guard. Uh, they've done a good job, but at the expense of some foul trouble, she'll go to the line and she'll shoot. I guess it's a one-and-one. I thought it was going to be the double bonus, but it may not be. Maybe the next foul. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Free throw is good. And East leads 40-39, 2.58 left in the first overtime. Thompson with the basketball for her second free throw. It is good as well. And they'll sub Thompson out. Uh, Witherspoon will come in as East leads 41-39. And as we said earlier, Thompson has four fouls, so Coach Jessica Thompson does not want her to get her fifth foul. And it's a kind of an offense-defense thing. Pressure now. Elmont throws it away. Picked up by Tamaya Thatch over to Duncan. Duncan to Thatch to Carwell to Duncan. Duncan kicks it over to Thatch to Taylor Ferrer. And East backs the ball out. Now she's going to drive. And the layup is no good. Got bumped by Hamlin, but no call. Rebound goes to Elmont. Hamlin with the basketball. She crosses half court. Looks inside to an open Morris. Her shot is blocked, though. By the time she could catch it, uh, Farah had a nice recovery. She blocks it out of bounds. Ball will go to Elkmont. It looked like she had a chance for an open layup, but the pass was a little inside, and then Farah made a good recovery. He was able to get in good position for a contest. Nice play by Elkmont on inbound. Shot no good. Rebound by uh, Carwile, and she is fouled by Morgan Morris. That'll be, I think, her second foul.
2: Again, I mean, Elkmont just right now with both, those, both of their post players having been fouled out, just forced to play small ball. Yes. Which Elkmont has been, uh, which I mean, uh, East Limestone have just been excelling at.
1: And going to the line is Riley Carwile, her first free throw is good. uh, East has also done a good job at the free throw line. 42-39, East Limestone, up by three, 219 left in overtime. Next free throw is also good, and East has a four-point lead. Elmott being pressured. Thea Hamlin, she can just bring the ball up if she'd like to, and she does. Drives, the ball is tipped. Good play by Carwile to knock it away. Picked up by Taylor Farah and East will call timeout to maintain possession. Let's see, I believe it'll be a full timeout, not positive. Let's just see what he says. It is a full timeout, so we'll take a break. 2.09 left in the game. East Leeds 43 4339. You're listing to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports.
0: Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too. So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Floor. Fort Hampton Road in Elmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue, and Elmont tradition.
1: It'll be uh, East Limestone Basketball when we resume play here shortly in the first overtime. Um, east has a 43-39 lead over the Elmont Red Devils. It'll be East Basketball. Both teams will be in the double bonus from here on out. So East will inbound um, underneath their defensive basket. Elmont is going to – they're not guarding the inbounder. It's had some pressure. Thompson with the basketball passes over to Farrer. Ferrer brings the ball up. East was able to get the ball up fairly easily. Tamiya Thatch with the ball now up top, being guarded by Newton. Ball knocked loose, almost stolen, and it goes out of bounds. It'll be off East Limestone, and it belongs to Elkmont. Yeah.
2: They say they got the turnover.
1: So it all depends on whether or not they can hit that outside shot. So it's it's East, I mean, Elkmont basketball trailing by four. Abby Broadway kicks it over to Newton. Newton will get it across. Man-to-man defense for the Indians. She's going to drive, kicks it to Tylee Thomas, who gets in the lane. The ball knocked loose, and it is stolen by East Limestone's Taylor Ferrer. She drives, kicks it to Carwell, goes through her hands and out of bounds. That's got to be said El- That's not Elkmont's ball. <laughs> so East got the steal, but kind of got a little out of control and turned it over. It'll be Elkmont basketball and the devils desperately need a basket. So East Limestone also going with a full court full court pressure of their own. Yes. Hamlin with the ball, 126 and counting. She'll take it, drive, stops, looking for Thomas, she finds her three-point shot is I think partially blocked, no good, rebound goes to Witherspoon for East Limestone and Carwile is fouled by that is number 3 Brianna Newton for Elkmont.
2: Man, it seems tough too. It's like if, when you know the whole game plan is that they're going to be the person I'm going to to make this three, you may end up ha- you may end up forcing some, some shots on yourself. And that's what that felt like there, right. just immediately taking the step behind the line and trying to throw up a three.
1: So it'll be two shots here for Conwell. First shot is up and in. It's 44 39. Now, the good news for Elkmont, whether she makes this or not, is a two possession game with the three point shot. So. To me right now, if I'm Elkmont, we're trying to get one more point than East got on there, and they made one free throw. So you don't have to have a three right here if you're Elkmont. Hamlin with the basketball. She is double-team right side under a lot of pressure, and they're going to call a jump ball. Oh, my goodness. That was very quick for a jump ball. Yeah, that that's entirely. That felt, oh. that felt way too fast. Yes. hmm Uh, Elkmont coach Sam Wallace is handling that jump ball call better than I ever would have handled it. East basketball. Carwell drives, dishes it at the feet of Thompson, and there's going to be a jump ball, and it goes back to Elkmont. And that
2: one was just as fast.
1: Yep. One minute left. I can see that one. The the other one, I just don't know what he saw. Um, I just don't know. But um, it's Elkmont ball. One minute left. Devils trail by five. Newton inbounds it to Thomas. Thomas gets a cutting. Thea Hamlin. Hamlin will kick it out to Christ. Christ throws it looking for Broadway. Ball is not loose. Thomas gets it. Cross-court pass to Christ. She had to try to save it and she could not. East comes up with it. Duncan layup, no good. Rebound goes to Broadway. Not sure why she shot that. Christ with the 12-footer, no good. Rebound. Witherspoon for East Limestone. Tamiya Thatch with it, and they're going to get Newton with a foul. Thirty-two point six seconds. Got to tell you, I, I think Coach Thompson would have liked oh, to have no, seen Duncan man. dribble that ball out. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I just
2: looked down at my hands, so and they just been like this the whole time when I was watching that whole sequence. Because I'm not sure, but when you get that kind of inbound pass, you have a whole lane in front of you. You don't. I really just
1: don't, you just don't take the 12 footer. Right. Shot is up and good by Tamiya. But Tamaya Thatch, it's now 45-39 East Limestone. This is a huge free throw right here. If she makes it, it's a three-possession game. She gets the basketball, spins it, dribbles a couple of times, and fires. It's good. 46-39 East by seven. 32 seconds left and counting. Oh, you don't want to be reaching. No, that's one of those where I understand the pressure because you want to make them them take their time. But the foul, she gets two, and that's her fifth foul on Tamaya Thatch. So she's out of the game. And Brianna Brianna Newton shooting two free throws for the Red Devils. So Thompson will send in Taylor Thatch. And – Newton with her first of two free throws. It's up and good. So it's 46 to 40. And her second free throw is also good. 46-41, 29.4 seconds left in the game. There's inbound and immediately Thea Hamlin fouls Riley Carwell. So that foul on Hamlin is her third. And I'll say this: you either you either don't foul in the backcourt and try to get a turnover, or you foul immediately. I, that, I think whichever one he, you know, they want to do, neither one's wrong. So they fouled immediately. Carlisle makes the first one. It's 47-41. Next free throw is long, no good. But rebound goes to Witherspoon, and she is fouled. By uh, Newton, I believe. That's her third, or her fourth, I'm sorry. Not sure why uh, Morgan Morris, she's been out for a while. I'm not sure if she's injured. First free throw good by Witherspoon. It's 48-41. 26.3 seconds left in the first overtime. Our second free throw is in and out, no good. But rebound goes to Farrer, And this is where the size advantage, East Limestone has been able to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Just being able to
2: get into those good positions faster.
1: Okay. So Farrer will shoot two. Interesting stance there. But first free throw is no good. Almost kind of, took a step back, almost kind of like stepping into a free throw. And speaking of interesting, uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Taylor Farrah has a cousin that plays at Clements, and her name is Taylor Farrah. <laughs> Next free throw, also no good. Rebound goes to Broadway for Elmont. They come down the floor. They need a basket in a hurry. Hamlin with it. Uh, gets tied up. Ball knocked loose. Almost stolen. Chris keeps it. And they're going to call a timeout, I believe, or maybe it's a foul. Let's see what they called. Calling a timeout. Um, You want to take a break or just keep it here? Okay, we'll keep it here. There's 13.1 seconds left. Um, Elmont called timeout. They trail East Limestone 48-41 in overtime in the Varsity Girls Championship game of the 2022 Limestone County Tournament being hosted by Ardmore. And, uh, Bailey, there's a good crowd here. It's not capacity, but it's pretty darn close. Yeah, it's very – Honestly, very packed for
2: the finals of a high school basketball tournament. I mean, I mean,
1: I know you said it's not capacity, but just about almost every seat yes. here is filled. Well, if you didn't have the uh, end zones, the, the the baseline seats, it would be overflowing. You know, most I won't say most schools, but the newer gyms, a lot of them have uh, seating underneath the baskets. But in some of the older ones, they don't, and you wouldn't have you'd have people standing if it wasn't for those um
2: heck you still got some over there yeah o- over in the corner
1: so it'll be elkmont basketball 13.1 seconds left uh morgan morris has checked into the game for um elkmont she's looking 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 still looking and caught by Tali thomas under a lot of pressure. Trying to get a shot off. She does. It is good. Tylee Thomas with the three. 48-44. Uh, East is, I think the clock's just gonna run out. And it does. I believe that's that'll be it. That is it. So East Limestone wins the varsity girls Limestone County Championship. 48-44 overtime win over Elkmont. We'll be taking a break here. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports.
0: Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone county commission chairman colin daly visit the county commission page at limestonecounty algovernor to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top five percent in the state you can also call colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544
5: hey guys this is joanna with cei bookstore and truth publications i'd like to personally invite you to our storefront While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home.
0: What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank & Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites, as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis-style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too. So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. Looking for T-shirts with just the message you want? They're as close as your computer or mobile device. Just go to DaddyO'sCustomTeas.com and look through the selection of designs for the perfect one. Or say just what you want with your very own designer message. DaddyO's Custom Teas features short and long sleeve T-shirts plus sweatshirts, hoodies, aprons, mugs, and even pet apparel. With DaddyO's Custom Teas, you can have it your way. Whether you need one or 100, Go to DaddyoscustomTees.com. That's D A D D Y O S Custom T-E-E-S dot com. DaddyoscustomTees.com. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to PASnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. You can also subscribe to the Play Action Sports Podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform like iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify, or ask Alexa or Google to open the play action sports podcast keeping you up to date on athens and limestone county sports play action sports hey welcome back
2: everybody to
0: limestone county
2: high school basketball here brought to you by play action sports we are just minutes away from the varsity boys contest between west limestone and east limestone for the limestone county championship we're going to be right back here with some more with some more pre-game action you're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports.
0: Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips Team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777 4916 or James at 656 2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook too. The Phillips Team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99, and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. The Bamazak Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bamazak Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide, along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County, checks should be made out to Bamazak Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at Limestone County Al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call calling at 256-233-6400 or on a cell phone at 256-800-4544. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank & Trust, Friendly, personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Are you a good sport? Enter your name to be our good sport on the Play Action Sports Report. Every Wednesday during the podcast, we'll announce the winner. You might pick up a $25 gift certificate from Max Steakhouse in Athens. Just go online to PASNetwork.net, look for the Good Sport tab, and register. The Good Sport. Our next one could be you. From Max Steakhouse and Play Action Sports.
1: We're live with uh, former Athens High School lady, Golden Eagle coach, Randy White. And, uh, Coach, it is always good to see you.
4: Well, hey, it's good to be seen. You get as old as I am, Paul.
1: Well, I understand. Uh, I, as I, <clears throat> I won't say this to you because, number one, you can still whip me. And I do have a great amount of respect for you. But it's like I tell the kids that are younger than me. No matter how old you get, I will always be older. So, you know, that's what I tell them. Uh, but, uh, Coach, we... I, we were talking about on on the air, the game just then. I, I couldn't call it a masterpiece, but it was a very entertaining ball game between um, uh, East and Altman. I don't know. Did you get to see any? I didn't
4: get to see any. Okay. I stuck my head in the door every now and then. But uh, you know, actually, we're here just kind of promoting our Hall of Fame. Okay. And, uh, we've had several people to pick up some nominations, but I would encourage anyone if, if you have anyone in your community that you feel is deserving to be in this Hall of Fame. Uh, we would uh, like for you to either go online or, you know, contact one of the board members and uh, get someone nominated.
1: And this is something that they, if they were born in Limestone County, even if they went off and played, whether it was college ball or whatever. Whatever they did that would make them worthy, it doesn't have to be something they did in Limestone County, correct?
4: No, no but I mean, you know, here's, you know, if you get a chance to promote it, here's a little form okay. during, the, during the game, uh, whatever you can hit it. But like I said, we just, you know, we as board members cannot nominate anyone. Okay. So it's important that you. You know, there's some worthy individuals out there from different communities, and we sure would like to see them nominated. And if you, you know, just take a few minutes out of your time, and if you don't want to nominate somebody, you reach out to someone that will. Okay. But okay. we sure would like to get every deserving candidate at least to be on the ballot and hopefully have a shot to be inducted.
1: And is there a deadline? For, the deadline for deadlines? this
4: year is the end of this month, but you know, if you don't get it in by then. You know, hopefully this COVID will go away and we'll have a class each upcoming year. So, you know, once you get on the nomination form, we do not remove you. from Okay. Their okay.
1: And so uh, is the plan right now to have your, like, your banquet time? Right. I was okay. just
4: telling Tim right now we're we're good to go in June, June the 10th uh, and uh, June the 11th. And so we're, we're looking forward to having it and hopefully get back
1: on track. Okay. Well, Coach, we're glad you stopped by for a few minutes, and we will uh, we'll push this a time or two okay. at least in All the right. broadcast. Thanks a lot. Good to see you, Paul. Good Thanks. to see you, too. That was uh, former Athens lady Golden Eagle head coach Randy White, uh, who is here to promote the Limestone County Sports Hall of Fame, and we're getting ready for uh, action in the uh, Varsity Boys County Championship game, uh, East Limestone against West Limestone. Now, I'm going to uh, – Do we switch headsets or you just keep it? Okay. So um, uh, they've given the starting lineups. I will have to tell you, I didn't hear one starter named. So I will be doing a lot of looking and trying to find who they are. So there could be some uh, rather uncomfortable pauses and possible dead air. But, hey, those things uh, happen from time to time. For West Limestone, it looks like we've got Tucker Weatherford, um, Colin Patterson, Easton Smith. Uh, Let's see. Brooks Poff and Braxton Griffin. Jumping for the Indians is number 22, Jacob Eastlick. And the tip is controlled by East Limestone. They have the basketball. Kicked it over to Jeb Blanton. Blanton over to number 12, Zachary Kane. Drive by number 22. Shot no good. That was Jacob Eastlick. Rebound went to Braxton Griffin. And there is a foul called on East Limestone. So it's
2: going to be on number 22, Jacob Eslick.
1: Jacob Eastlick. It's a, Does, oh, Eastlick, his first, first. his first team first. So let me, if I can find my trusty ink pen, I will mark that down. West with the basketball under pressure. They get it inbounds fairly easily. There's a drive. He's ooh, I cannot believe he didn't get called for a walk. But uh, the turnover was forced by East Limestone. That is Jalen Miles um, with the uh, steal. So East has the basketball. No score, just underway. Drive, wild shot by Jeb Blanton. No good. Rebound goes to West. Under pressure, and the ball is uh, through the hands of Brooks Poff. And, again, um, Bailey, I, your, your name escaped me for a moment, but I, I managed to bring it back. Uh, <clears throat> that was one where it was just the pressure forced the, the dribbler to go a little fast. He threw the ball a little bit too hard, and five couldn't handle it. So it's uh, east ball shot. No good. Rebound goes to east. That is uh, Eastlick. Three pointers up. No good by Blanton. Uh, ball goes out of bounds to West Limestone. Looks like this game is going to follow the
2: same tr- same trend as the varsity girls game. It's going to be very, just highly aggressive on both ends of the floor for both teams, well, especially since it's a east and west east and west rivalry.
1: Yeah, it'll be very interesting. Uh, west only has six players available, so the the fatigue factor. Uh, it'll be interesting as East is pressing and forced another turnover. Uh, Walt called on. Colin Patterson, uh, the 6'5", junior. He was making the pass, and and I had thought that he'd gotten the pass off, but they called him for that extra step. So it's East Limestone Basketball. Inbounding it is, I think that was Christopher McNeil. It was Christopher McNeil. He gets the ball in, handing the ball up top, over, over to McNeil. Baseline three is good. So Christopher McNeil gives us the first basket of the game, and East leads. Three to nothing. A yeah,
2: good ball movement there from East Limestone. Able to find him open in the corner.
1: And then there's uh, pressure and a foul called on East. Um, on number four, McNeil, I believe. Let's see.
0: Yep. His first team second.
1: And it looks like West is going to have to have – and as I tell tell my kids – It's not just breaking the press that gets people out of the press. You have to score because if you break the press and miss the shot, there's not many coaches that will get out of it. So West needs to get a couple of baskets here and maybe get East to ease off on the pressure. They do get the ball inbounds, bringing it up. Number four, that is Smith. Over to Poff, Poff to Griffin. Griffin being guarded closely by Jalen Miles pass almost went backcourt but colin patterson was able to retrieve it back cut couldn't find him now patterson uh, is being pressured finds poff poff gets in the lane and the ball is ripped almost stolen it's loose now poff gets it hands it to number 11 braxton griffin and the layup is good
2: west limestone doing a good job sticking with the play being very tenacious and just scrambling for the
1: ball at all costs on the ground and was able to find a brief opening to score. Yes, that was gi- being given a bag of lemons, and they have made a very tasty lemonade. <laughs> ball passed inside. Miles kicks it out over to Blanton. The shot is n- – I mean, I'm sorry, Eastlick shot no good. Ball goes out of bounds. It will belong to West Limestone. 5.38 left in the first period. East with a 3-2 lead over West Limestone in the Varsity Boys County championship game here at ardmore high school and easton smith does his best danny ainge impression gets it down to braxton griffin for the layup it's now four three
2: west limestone gonna lie, i was thinking the exact same thing on that i was thinking danny ainge too
1: yep it was like i was like i was watching the catholics and the mormons all over again shot no good by uh that was number 22 jacob eastlick he had a uh a what do you call that when they go from the right side and they shoot? I can't think of it. It was a layup. He, he missed it. That's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, but uh, he missed the shot. Uh, West came down. Uh, they missed the jumper east with the rebound. That is Zachary Kane at the top handling the basketball. Now he penetrates, draws the defense, kicks it to Miles. Three-pointer. Good. Three-pointer. Miles with the three. East leads six
2: to four. Number 34 showing for – East limestone, that just because you play the center position doesn't mean you can't have an outside shot.
1: Kind of resembles another 34 that played in this state many years ago. Smith with the basketball. He dishes it down to um, Griffin. Shot no good. Rebound to East. That will be Kane with the basketball. And he drives. Layup. No good. A lot of contact. No call. Rebound goes to Patterson for West limestone. He's coming down all the way, and he is fouled. Not sure which Indian, but there is one. Uh, uh,
4: okay,
1: Jeb Blanton. First, Blanton. Third,
4: West 10, Colin
1: well, Colin got that rebound and he was determined to go coast to coast. East didn't have anybody step in front of him, but they reached and got the foul, so it's two shots for Patterson. His first shot is good and it's now six to five. East Limestone over West Limestone as we near the midway point of the first quarter. So you got our first sub
2: coming in for West Limestone. That's number 12, Walker Wynn. Coming in for number 11, Braxton Griffin. So West with a second free throw. That one's not going to fall, and East Limestone's going to recover it.
1: So East with the basketball in a one-point lead. Kane brings it down. Over to Mitch McNeil. McNeil drives. Layup. Good. I look down to make sure I got his name right. Must have made a nice move on the drive to the right side for the layup. It's 8-5 East Limestone. Good move by McNeil. Kind of going toward the middle, middle of the rim and then sticking his arm out to the side. Excellent job by Smith. Breaking the press. He kicked it to Tucker Weatherford. For the layup and it's now eight to seven the east lead is cut to one and bailey that's how you get them I, I if you can do that a couple of times you really start making them think about getting out of the press east with a basketball passing around the top right side drive by Kane. good move shot no good but they're going to get i believe oh I see yeah they're going to get weatherford i first thought he was going to call a walk but he was saying he got him on the elbow
0: so, I'm mean, about to say that's going to
2: be big for West Limestone. I mean, any any of those fouls, that's that's just a potential marker. Just taking down him. maybe you might just be running a full five man roster.
1: Yes, uh, first free throw was good by Kane. It's now nine to seven. I've got a twin brother that coaches basketball as well, and one of his first years as head coach, uh, he finished a game uh, with three players. The opposing team finished with four. Uh, So um, West Limestone with just six players on their roster. They got the rebound on the missed free throw. Weatherford with it up top over to Poff. Poff swings it to Smith. Smith to Patterson. Patterson back to Smith for the baseline three. And it is uh, no good and goes out of bounds um, to East Limestone.
2: Yep. I'm afraid off the top of the backboard to that in front of the East Limestone student section. I'm afraid yeah. they might not let him
1: hear the end of that no, until the end I, of this it, half. Yeah, that was a shot only a mother could love. <laughs> East with the basketball. Kicks it to the right side. Up top, number 22, that is Eastlick, I do believe. Inside to number two, that is Chandler Moore, who just checked in, and he gets the basket to give East their largest lead of the game at four points. It's 11 to 7, 2.35 on the counting Ooh. clock. Patterson with the ball going coast to coast. He got fouled as he drove. You know, that's one of those where, as a coach, you want to tell the kids, if he makes that shot, we're forcing him to make a tough shot. Don't reach in. I mean, you know, uh, that's the second time they've reached when they really had him, um, I don't know if I'd say well defended, but he, it was going to be a forced shot or a contested shot. But he gets two free throws. His first free throw is good. So he got number three.
2: I'm sorry. East Limestone does not appear to be on the roster. Number three,
1: hot dog. That's what we. That's what. Every, that's every parent's dream, is to have their son in the game, but not on the roster. Second free throw is no good. Rebounded by McNeil. I wonder. There's not a. There's a five on the on the uh, roster, but there's not one dressed out. So that may be him. Rebound. For uh, by McNeil for East Line. so he gets the putback on the missed three, and it's 13-8, Indians. West with the basketball. Walker Wynn was trapped in the corner, but he managed to... Uh, uh, East knocked the ball loose, but it went out of bounds, and West will keep possession. Good job throwing it off the defender when you're trapped by that press to try to get out of it. Yes. So inbounds goes to Griffin. Griffin to Smith, Smith to a cutting, Poff, layup, contested no good, gets his own rebound, goes back up, it is good, excellent work by Poff. Very tough shot there, tough shot to make
2: there, almost directly under the basket, trying to jump to the outside and make it go in.
1: 13-10, East with a three-point lead late in the first period of play. McNeil with the basketball, over to Kane, Kane shoots, it's no good, rebound, Controlled by Wynn, and they're going to call him for a walk. Walker Wynn got the rebound, but Cook steps. So it's East Limestone basketball. They get the ball in to number 34, Jalen Miles. Over to uh, McNeil. McNeil drives. Eight-footer, no good. Rebound by Braxton Griffin. He'll get it to Smith. And Smith will bring the ball up the floor for the Wildcats. I got a feeling you got the information of who number three is. Yep, okay. Thanks to our
2: trusted producer, Mr. Lambert. We got his name is number three, Kenneth
1: Thomas. Kenneth, uh, Tom- not, Kenneth Timmons. Kenneth, Kenneth Timmins. Okay, West missed the shot, got the rebound. I believe that was Brooks Poff getting the rebound, and it's now 13-12 with one minute left on a counting clock in the first quarter. East with the basketball drive by number 12. Kane is a forced shot. That's one of those. Maybe he got him, but to me, that's a bailout call by the official. Um, and I'm not Maybe he did foul him. I didn't think he fouled him. A yeah.
2: little bit late. Maybe the arm came down right. at the end, but, yeah, it seemed
1: almost like a bailout. So Kane will shoot two. His first free throw is up and good. Kane is able to make free throws. You notice how got a little Old Testament action in there?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> I, I noticed that I just wasn't going to acknowledge I think were, it. Yeah, I think you were.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. Haters are going to. Should, I should know that. Haters I'm just going to let hate. that
2: one slide and hope we kind of forget
1: about uh, it. I understand. That won't be the last one if I can help it. <laughs> Second free throw by Kane is no good, and rebound goes to West Limestone's Braxton Griffin. He'll give the ball to Smith, and Smith is going to bring the ball up the floor chance to tie or take the lead for the Wildcats as they pass the ball around the horn gets it to Weatherford. Weatherford in trouble hits a cutting uh, win and they're going to get a charge on Walker Wynn. Uh, That's one of those where you know he had the right idea but there just wasn't anything there and And again it was caused by good defense on Weatherford. He had to get rid of the basketball and he hit Walker Wynn but it winds up being an offensive foul and a turnover for West Limestone. So East Limestone ball. <clears throat> Indians lead by two. Timmons uh, passes the ball over to number 23, Jeb Blanton. Three-point shot by Timmons is no good. Rebound goes to Weatherford. A lot of contact, but no call. He gets the ball to Smith. Smith's going to bring the ball up. West Limestone has numbers. Smith kicks it out to Weatherford. Back to Smith. Smith with the basketball, and a foul is going to be called on East Limestone's uh, Timmons. You said his name is okay. Timmons. Yep. So he's trying, trying from behind, trying to poke the ball out. But so seven seconds left. East getting in a little bit of foul trouble with five team fouls. West inbounds the ball to Poff. Poff's got it. He kicks it over to Weatherford. Weatherford long three, no good. Ooh. And the rebound to McNeil, and that will do it for the first quarter of play. Your score, East Limestone 14, West Limestone 12. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball. From play action
0: sports, Gin House Barbecue has been an Elmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions: barbecue pork, ham, and chicken; St. Louis style ribs; catfish; pork chops; hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast too, so take a drive up to one eight zero six zero Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elmont, just three tenths of a mile east of Highway one twenty seven. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. Want to howl with a havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 as we announce the weekly winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the Havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc, Tailgate Talk, and 1080 WKAC.
1: It'll be, it looks like, uh, hmm. I'm going to go with West Limestone basketball to start the second quarter. Uh, The Wildcats trail the East Limestone Indians 14-12. Smith gets the inbounds for the Wildcats. He'll pass it over to Griffin. Griffin to Weatherford. To Wynn, Wynn, top of the key, kicks it over to Griffin, to Weatherford. And the ball is stolen by McNeil for East. He goes and he misses uh, the combination layup dunk. Rebound goes to East, running 10-footer, no good. Rebound East, shot no good, tip no good. Rebound goes to Win for West Limestone. He'll get it to Smith, Smith coming down, kicks it to Patterson. Patterson being triple-teamed, and he is fouled by an East Limestone Indian, I think, Jeb Blanton.
2: It looks like it was on number – yep, number 23, Jeb Blanton. But I don't know if I've ever used the phrase, I heard that steal. I heard that
1: steal. (laughs) That was a smack and a half on that ball. So, West with the basketball inbound to Patterson, over to Smith. Smith gets a screen from Patterson. And good defense by East Limestone, but West keeps the ball. Patterson three-pointer from the corner. No good. Rebound goes to East. That was number 15. Hunter Wiggins with the rebound. West, I mean, I'm sorry, East quickly down. Ball over to Timmons. Three-pointer. No good. Rebound, Mac, not McNeil, but uh, Chandler Moore. And there's a foul called on West Limestone, I believe. Who's so on number 10, Colin Patterson? That's
0: his second. Hmm.
1: His second, the team foul, number four. East has got a young group out there. Chandler Moore is a 10th grader. Number three is, I believe, a. Well, I don't know what grade he's in. Uh, we don't have him listed. Uh, number four is a singer. 12 is a 9th grader. And 15 is a 9th grader. Wiggins with the ball shot. No good. Rebound put back. Good by Christopher McNeil.
2: Uh, great effort on that play. Wait a Honestly, to jump ahead of time and try to be in the perfect spot where the ball is going
1: to land for the putback. Good stuff by McNeil. <laughs> 16-12, Indians lead. Wildcats with the basketball. Smith at long range with it. Dribbling, driving the lane. Kicks it to Griffin. Shot blocked by Wiggins and rebounded by Wiggins. Good play by East. They've got the ball coming down. as Kane. He's going to drive. Good move, but he couldn't finish. Rebound goes to Griffin, and it's going to be a jump ball and East will keep possession. Uh, I'd say Coach Taylor's a little animated over there. I'm not sure what he was, if it was a box out he was talking about or what, but he was he was quite animated. So East will have the basketball on their offensive end, trying to inbound it, and they do. Moore with it. He's going to drive and really force the layup there. I believe it's going to be West Limestone basketball. Um, that time, there really wasn't anything there. I think he could have driven, and he drew the defense. He could have dished it, but he, he was trying to get the layup, and he lost control of the ball. So it's going to be West Limestone basketball. Six twelve left in the first half. Wildcats trailing the Indians by four. Poff with the basketball under a little bit of pressure. Now he gets double teamed, and it is stolen by East Limestone. Miles with it over. Uh, let's see. Moore's got the ball. He'll swing it over to Kane. Kane looks to drive but can't. Kicks it to uh, Moore. Three-pointer. No good. Rebound. Loose. And picked up by Weatherford for West Limestone. So, Smith will bring the ball down. Um, over to Poff. Poff to Griffin. Griffin out to Weatherford to win. Win. Almost had it stolen but he keeps it. Weatherford drives the baseline. Dishes it to Griffin and he gets the two footer to fall at 16 14 East Limestone.
2: Good job there by Griffin. Tough finish there at the basket.
1: So Indians with the lead in the basketball. Wiggins over to Miles, three pointer. Good! Jalen Miles with the three pointer and East has their largest lead at 5, 19 14, 5.05 left in the first half. Smith with the basketball for west limestone he kicks it over to poff top of the key to weatherford in the corner to griffin griffin to win win over to smith smith will dribble over give it to griffin to weatherford keeping the ball on the right side of the floor smith with it he's going to spin in the lane shot no good tough shot rebound goes to Kane for east limestone they bring the ball down quickly he'll swing it across the floor to miles good catch by miles Looked inside, couldn't find anybody, and then it was, uh, well, it was a pass, but it hit the rim. East got the ball, shot no good by Moore. Rebound goes to Griffin for West Limestone, and West will take, a, I believe, a 30-second timeout. Let's see what the official says. It is indeed, so we'll keep it here. 4.20 left in the second quarter. East Limestone leads West Limestone 19 to 14. Go online to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week and vote on this week's poll. We'll announce the winner Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. The winner receives a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t shirt from Gotcha Covered Spring Screen Printing and more. So it's going to be West Limestone ball. I I feel like that Coach Taylor called that timeout mainly just to give his kids a little bit of a breather because I said they've only got six, and uh, they've been going at it pretty tough.
2: On top of that, I'm not sure what kind of pass I saw. He kind of slung it underhand, but it hit the the rim and then just kind of
1: shot off to the side. Oh, yeah. It it was not the best decision he's made in his life. It was actually almost kind of close to going in. Yes. (laughs) So West with the basketball. Griffin, left wing, kicks it to the top. That's Weatherford over to Smith on the left side. He's directing traffic, trying to drive but can't. Kicks it to Griffin. Griffin to Poff at the top. Poff now pass fake, and he's dribbling. Kicks it over to Smith. West Limestone can't get any kind of dribble penetration going, but they're being very patient. Top of the key, Griffin swings it left side to Win. Wynn. Wynn dribbles to the top, picks his dribble up over to Smith. Smith. Gets fouled, I believe, by Timmons. That may be his second. So, yeah. so it's so it's not Timmons. Okay, apparently See, not. That was my initial. I, I, that was going to be my guess. We apologize to any family we may have offended. Uh, that's Riley Gross, I believe. Is that is that who it is? Okay, um, and he is. God bless him. We get his name correct, and he's picked up two fouls, and I believe that yet they took him out of the game. Wouldn't (laughs) you know it? So going to the free throw line is number four, Easton Smith. He makes his first free throw for West Limestone. It's now 19 to 15.
2: (coughs) Go ahead. I say relatively low scoring first half so far, but that's any indication from the last game. You might see a pretty energized second half.
1: So second free throw, no good. Rebounded by McNeil. He gets the ball on the right wing. Three, good. Christopher McNeil, that's at least his second three, maybe his third. And East is up 22 to 15. Weatherford with the ball. Half-court ball is knocked loose, almost stolen. He get, keeps it, and he is fouled. I believe that is Kenneth Figueroa that gets the foul.
0: Yep,
2: and again, that's Weatherford number one going to the line for two.
1: So his first shot is up, and it is no good. Rebound was a one-and-one. Rebound goes to Miles for the Indians. He'll kick it over to Kane. Kane brings the ball down, swings it across to Mitchell. I'm sorry, McNeil. Inside the mile, Shot is blocked by, I think, was that Walker Win. Mike could call him Skywalker Win right there with that block.
2: That was even worse than the Kane and Abel one. <laughs> well, you know, hey.
1: <laughs> I told you I wasn't done. <laughs> and the ball passed inside to uh, Miles. Shot no good. Rebound by McNeil, and he is fouled. Not sure who the foul is going to be on for West Limestone, but it is number one, Taylor Weatherford.
4: Tucker, Tucker, I'm sorry, not Taylor.
1: Tucker. Ain't no telling how many times I called him Taylor. His name's Tucker. Two free throws for Christopher McNeil. His first one is good, and it's 23-15. Weatherford goes out of the game now, as I believe Patterson came back in. Slowly making his way to the free throw lane line. Second free throw for McNeil is also good. and East with their largest lead at 9-24 to 15. West with the basketball. Smith will bring the ball up. He's going to be uh, fouled by Jalen Miles. Which... A foul
2: like that is tough. It's like you you want to stay with the guy, the guy that's trying to blow right past you,
1: but you don't want to reach to do it. No, and like I said that's that's a foul. You know, you're you're 40 feet from the basket. He's not going towards the basket. Um, it's it, just unnecessary. So Smith will shoot the one and one. It's no good. Rebound goes to Kane for East Limestone. He'll bring the ball down. Dribbles between his legs. Still looking. Good idea, Pass it to Figueroa, but he couldn't get a shot off. Good recovery by the Wildcat defense. Kane with it now. Kicks it over to McNeil. McNeil's going to shoot a three. You can't let him do that. It's no good this time. No rebound goes to Miles. He'll kick it out to to, uh, Kane. Kane's going to drive, pull up, 15-footer. Good. Very, Very textbook between the legs. Step back from the free throw line. Good motion there. West. Now trailing 26-15. to 15. They have the basketball. Smith over to Poff. Poff to Weatherford. Weatherford to Smith. Smith to Griffin. Griffin ball is knocked loose and stolen by Moore for East limestone shot. No good. Follow, though, by Miles is good. And it's now 28-15. East with a 13-point lead late in the second quarter. Smith will bring the ball all the way down. Spin. Nice move. Layup. Good, and he oh. is fouled.
2: Looking like a wet Russell Westbrook kind of play, just full court at full speed, spin on the post. Very tough finish.
1: And if this was scored on degree of difficulty, that would have been an extra point right there because that was a tough shot, but it goes in and he gets the bonus free throw. Chance to cut the lead to 10. His free throw is good, and it's 28-18. Uh, I, bet, I don't know if, if, I, if I heard your answer or not there, uh, uh, producer uh, Lambert. Do we have a halftime guest? Okay. Is it a surprise? <laughs> Basket good by
2: uh, East Limestone. That was, a, that was number 34, Jalen Miles on the tough finish. So it's 30
1: to 18. Ball is stolen or almost stolen by East, but West keeps it. Smith has the ball. He dribbles out. And he's going to penetrate, kick it to win. Win inside to uh, Poff. The ball is knocked loose and stolen by East Limestone. Moore with it. He's going to be called for a charge right there. That's a pretty easy call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. We got a halftime. It looks like Ho Ho from the Athens oh, News Courier. Adam Dodson, I believe. Yes, Adam Dodson. So we'll be talking with Adam about all things related to Limestone County sports. He is a sports dude. I mean, that's a stupid question, I guess. But, uh, all things Limestone County sports. We'll see what Adam has to say at halftime. Um, West with the basketball, Ooh. nice spin move by Patterson all the way. He misses the layup, rebound, put back, good by Braxton Griffin. Oh, I'm
2: glad the put I'm glad the put back was there to be made. That's a move where if you make that kind of move, you got to make
1: the shot. <laughs> yes, that was a million-dollar move and a 10-cent shot. But Miles says, give me that basketball. I'll knock down a three from the top of the key, and he did just that. It's 33-20. East Limestone, 30 seconds and counting left in the first half. West Limestone with the basketball. Smith dribbling ball poked loose, but he keeps it over to Patterson. Then Patterson's going to be called for – I mean, he's not going to be called for a foul. Figueroa is going to be called for a foul tell you i, I like uh, east limestone makes you earn everything you get
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well they will not let up on this kind of pressure and i know some folks would complain about the number of fouls they're committing but if you're going to be that aggressive that that's one of those things you have to i, I don't like to say tolerate but you got to understand it's going to happen mm-hmm. uh free throw good by uh patterson it's 33 21 east with the lead seconds left in the first half. Patterson's second shot is also good. And it's 33-22 now. Lead cut to 11. Late in the second quarter. East brings the ball down the floor. That is Kane with the basketball. Zachary Kane. he gets the screen he was gonna drive but good recovery by west to keep him out of the paint he still has the basketball looking he kicks it in the corner three-pointer no good by i believe that was blanton he gets the rebound and put back good right at the buzzer go ahead because i didn't see it
2: i'm about to say good follow-up by jeff kind of missed his three-point shot but was but immediately followed up was in great position for
1: the rebound and was able to get it off just in time before the buzzer for a good follow-up so That will bring us to halftime, where your score is East Limestone 35, West Limestone 22. We'll take a break. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports.
0: Limestone County High School sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole, LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole, LLP. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the Southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens.
5: This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible textbook series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications Taking his hand, helping each other home
0: Looking for t-shirts with just the message you want? They're as close as your computer or mobile device. Just go to DaddyO'sCustomTeas.com and look through the selection of designs for the perfect one. Or say just what you want with your very own designer message DaddyO's Custom Teas features short and long sleeve t-shirts plus sweatshirts hoodies, aprons, mugs, and even pet apparel. With DaddyO's Custom Teas, you can have it your way whether you need one or 100. Go to daddyoscustomtees.com That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S custom T-E-E-S dot com daddyoscustomtees.com Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites, as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too, so take a drive up to 180 1- Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a T-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete. Lead of the week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and Tailgate Talk.
1: Okay, we're back. Uh, it's halftime at the Limestone County Varsity Boys Championship game between East Limestone and West Limestone. Uh, East Limestone leads West 35 22. They are, I uh, said so we're at halftime and they are honoring a couple of guys. I did hear the name Jesse Lockett, and I've got to tell you, Jesse Lockett caused me much heartache as a young Clements Colt fan as he led the East Limestone football Indians to many a victory. And uh, I always swore vengeance, but it's been so many years, I feel like I should just congratulate him on a good career. He was an excellent – I'm sure he played basketball too, but he was an excellent – Uh, football player at at East Limestone. We're here at halftime with Adam Dodson of the Athens News Courier. Adam, it's good to have you here. Now, I've, I've been told that you are a recent uh, 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 you just started at the news courier not very long ago yes sir how long have you been there
3: I've been there since uh, October I've been the sports editor there Um, I've been in Madison my entire life and uh, North Alabama my entire life but as far as the news courier since October
1: Okay. now were you with um, uh, I know there's, is it the Madison? Is there a Madison Journal? It's, there's a Madison Record. Okay, Madison Record. Were you, were you with them or did?
3: No, sir. I, um, I came from St. Clair actually, but I grew up
1: in Madison. And, oh, okay.
3: Uh, I, I used to work for the Madison Weekly, which was around when I was in high school as a senior. Oh, okay. Um,
1: so, um, what's your, what's your thoughts so far? Uh, uh,
3: so I think it's uh, pretty incredible that first off that East Limestone is in four of the six championship games. I thought they looked looked great in the girls' varsity game, and uh, they look great in the boys' varsity game right now. Um, I think West Limestone still has a chance to get back into this game, even though they're down 13. I mean, they got the athletes out there for sure. I mean, a lot of those guys, you've seen them on the football field, and uh, you know how good of athletes they are. So I don't think they're going to get tired. I don't think they're going to get down on themselves either. Uh, But East Limestone looks really good right now.
1: They do. Um, And um, I think it's been this way with the boys. I know for a fact. In the girls' games, every game um, in the tournament was close, very competitive. Oh, yeah. Um, I think um, it got started, I suppose, Monday night. I ca- it was Ardmore. I can't remember who played. Um, uh, maybe maybe Ardmore and Tanner played Monday night. And then I know Tuesday, Clements upset West Limestone. it was a four-point game. Yep. And then Thursday, East beat Tanner in a two-point game. Yep. And then last night... Uh, Clements and Elkmont had a, uh, a close it was i think it was a five point game that that Elkmont beat Clements by and then tonight uh, and we believe this is the second straight year that Elkmont has uh, gone to overtime and last year Tanner beat him in the right. finals and then tonight uh, it was the the first half was a little tough to watch. It, it was they were very nervous it wasn 't very smooth it wasn't uh, on up. but the second half was was very well played uh, and it was a very entertaining game and like you said. This game you know East has a 13 point lead, but it 's not because i don 't feel like it's it 's not anything that west it 's not like that they 're just overpowering west they 're just playing really well i 've been impressed with how West Limestone has handled the ball and and there's there's been times i 've gotten some good shots just hadn't fallen uh, but it's been a it 's been a i think a pretty well played uh, contest and hopefully the uh, the second half will be as well now what exactly you may have given your title what is your title at the news courier it's a
3: sports editor
1: okay so uh how do you have do y'all have a couple of other uh sports writers or are you just a one man i'm a i'm a one-man band as far as sports go okay. so we
3: have other uh, news reporters and obviously we have a we have a great editor there we have a copy editor there uh big ad department but as far as uh, sports goes <laughs> i am um I design the page, I uh, find the stories, I write the stories, I take the photos. So, yeah, it's, I'm the I'm the sports editor de facto.
1: Okay, so now, um, do you, uh, so you also do the, the, the online content? Now, is everything, and, and this, I don't know, I guess that's why I'm asking, is every story, if, if, if a person finds it online, is it also in the, the newspaper, the copy of the newspaper, or are there some stories that are just online that's not in the,
3: uh, so almost always the stories that are online are in print. Uh, so, for example, I can give you one that's not, though. Uh, so we don't have a Friday paper. Mm-hmm. So I put all of the score updates from Thursday online Friday, even though there's no paper Friday. Okay. And um, so I put an update from Friday's games it didn't, uh, this morning in Saturday's uh, online edition. But obviously that couldn't go in print because it prints the night before. So,
1: so if you wanted a physical – like if you wanted to read what happened in the games – you could see that on Saturday. Yep. But as far as getting the scores, you you can see that the next day.
3: Yeah, you, you know, and I always post them online uh, the day of. So I. Okay. So even though it may not be in print right when you need it to be in print, it's always online right when you need it to be online.
1: And um, now with football, do y'all still use like when I was growing up? Uh, the papers use; they call them stringers. Do y'all use stringers in football? yes uh, yeah. To so cover?
3: that's actually how I got started with uh, the Athens News Courier. Um, I was so I'm, I'm in school to get my master's degree in journalism, and okay. so I wanted to do some part time work. So I started off as a stringer uh, for sports with a sports guy at the time for the News Courier, and eventually they uh, they promoted me up to full time okay. sports editor. So that's how I. So yeah, so we use uh, stringers for football games, especially. Uh, we use them for bigger stories
1: whenever we need them. We use them more for news, though, than right. for sports, right. I would say. Okay, well, I, I knew that, uh, like I said, I, <clears throat> I had done that in, in college. Uh, I had worked with a couple of different uh, uh, papers and, and uh, always enjoyed doing that because, you know, it's impossible to have enough people to cover every ballgame. You have to depend on folks that, that, that you know, just do that. They're, oh, yeah. not, they're not hired by the uh, newspaper. Yeah, um,
3: what's uh, what's really helped me is um, getting the coaches' phone numbers and emails, right. and them reaching out to me with stats and scores. Because obviously, with nine teams playing basketball, I can't be everywhere
1: at once. Right. Yeah, and with if if they use Max Preps and can get those stats, oh, yeah. it's that's, that's even better. Well, Adam, we're glad to have you here. Yes, uh, sir. We've started the third quarter, so we're going to let you go. But uh, look forward to reading uh, what you write for us in the future. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on. You're welcome. Okay. Action started in the third quarter. West with the basketball, trailing by 13. Smith has the ball at long range, looking over the defense. He's looking. He finds number 11. Griffin swings it over to Patterson. Patterson's going to drive. Spin move. Shot good. Excellent move by Colin Patterson. And it's now 35-24, just underway here in the third quarter. East with the basketball and the lead. Kane dribbling the ball over to Eslick. He will penetrate, kick it out to Blanton. Blanton, shot, fake, drive, layup, good. Nice move by Jeb Blanton. And East back up by 13. Pressure now. Smith brings the ball down for West. He goes through the pressure, still dribbling, pulls up 10-footer, no good. Uh, Rebound goes to uh, East. That was Kane over to Blanton to McNeil. Layup, in, in and out, no good. Excellent ball movement by the Indians, but they couldn't finish. Patterson on the fast break. Get, kicks it to Weatherford. He misses it. Rebound goes to Poff. His shot is up, and it's no good. Knocked out of bounds by East Limestone.
2: Ah, very quick, just back and forth here to start off, start off this second half. Just both teams going very heavily on the offensive.
1: Right, Bailey, it looked like about a, a fifth-grade calculus contest. There was a, a lot of answers being shot out, but nothing correct. East with the basketball. Planton over to Miles, Miles to Eslick at the left side. He's looking, looking, passes to Oak, oh, almost backcourt. He got it to Kane, but liked to went backcourt. He did recover. Now he pulls up with a 15-footer. Shot, no good, rebound by Poff for West Limestone. He'll get it to Smith, and Smith will bring the ball down here in the early stages of the third quarter. West Limestone trailing east by 13. Poff with the ball. Under a lot of pressure, he drives. They're going to call an offensive foul on number five, Brooks Poff. I think that's his first. We'll see.
0: It looks
1: like it
2: just kind of maybe got a little too aggressive with the elbow, trying to create some space while he was driving. Uh, Yes.
1: um, So it's a turnover, and uh, East has the basketball. Kane dribbling at long range, just casually looking over the defense he gets a ball screen hits the roller that's miles nice play by east that time and miles gets the layup to give east their largest lead at 15 39 24 ball knocked loose but picked up by west poff to patterson ball is almost stolen but knocked out of bounds by miles and he's had a very good game bailey yeah i
2: was actually about to say jalen miles just kind of just showing, just being everywhere on the court right now, being a huge defensive threat and making some really good plays on offense, both in in the paint and from, from the
1: three-point line. West with the basketball. Weatherford, that's Tucker Weatherford. He passes over to Poff to Win. Wynn. Wynn's going to drive, and he's going for the layup, and they're going to give the ball to West Lyme. So I didn't think it got touched. I just thought he lost the basketball, but I, one of the East players must have knocked it out. Yeah, Jalen Miles, he actually knocked it out from behind. And inbounds to Patterson. Patterson, 14-footer, no good. Gets his own rebound. Nobody boxed out. Shot, no good. Tip, no good. Rebound Patterson. He put it on the floor. God bless him. And now he gets a basket and a foul.
2: And Patterson was just fighting for his life down there in the paint. In between just about every single East Limestone player fighting for those rebounds. And he finally got it with an and one to boot.
1: So he's got the chance to complete the three-point play. And cut the lead to 12 if he can. 5'11 left in the third quarter. 39-26. East Limestone over West. Patterson's shot is no good. Rebound goes two miles. Good box out by East that time. So Kane will bring the ball down. He's getting a play call from Coach Matt Smith. Kane nods in approval. And he's dribbling at long range. Here comes a ball screen by Miles. He rose. Nothing there. Kane penetrates. Kicks it to number 22. His shot is no good. That is Jacob Eslick. And the rebound goes to Win for West Limestone. Gets it to Patterson. Patterson coming down the floor. Picks his dribble up. Finds Smith at the top. He'll drive. Dishes to Weatherford, excellent pass. Weatherford sticks it in the orange plate. No good. Gets the rebound shot. No good. Win with the rebound shot is
2: good. You can fall a little fadeaway there from Win. Good. Did yeah, I, you, that's one thing you can say about West Limestone. This game they've been
1: nothing but tenacious. Yes, they uh, they are playing hard. McNeil with a long range three shot. No good. Rebound by Kane for East. He'll pass it out to Eslick. Over to McNeil. He'll drive left side. Tough shot blocked by Win. Rebound goes to Weatherford for West Limestone with a chance to cut it to single digits with a basket here in the midway point of the third quarter. Patterson catches the pass. He's in a little bit of trouble. Long pass to Win. Wynn. Win's going to spin move in the middle of the lane. Shot, no good. Rebound goes to Miles for East Limestone. He'll get it to Kane, and Kane will slowly bring the ball up crosses half court now looking over the defense kicks it to uh mcneil mcneil to miles top of the key three (laughs) you can't let him do it it's good and east limestone is calling a 30 second timeout so we'll keep it here 331 left in the third quarter and east leads west 42 to 28 Let's see. Tune in for the Play Action Sports Update three times each weekday for school, youth, and amateur sports news from the Limestone County area on 1080 AM WKAC. You can download a copy of this game or listen to it on demand by going to pasnetwork.net. There's a streaming schedule of upcoming games and links to our mobile apps too. And if you like to just say, hey, I want to listen to something from a few months back, it is in the archive section. I don't know how far back they go, but I occasionally listen to the games I coached at Clements, uh, especially the victories, and uh, enjoy those immensely. Turnover now by uh, West against pressure. East Limestone with it. And Blanton drives. Layup. Good. Jeb Blanton with the drive. The Indians up by 16 now. Good
2: technique by Blanton there. Holding the ball out in front of them, Trying to make it very tough for the defenders to try to get a hand on, it on,
1: on his finish. And they get a foul in the backcourt on East Limestone's Zachary King. So it'll be West Limestone basketball trailing 44-28. 3:12 left in the third quarter. Ball inbounded to Smith. He's going to drive. Nice move by Smith, and the layup is good. Again, really tough finish made by by number four, Uh, Easton Smith. So it's 44-30. Smith with a tough layup, but he he got it to go. McNeil with the basketball over to Miles, top of the key. Miles to Eslick. Eslick inside to McNeil. A little confusion there for uh, East. Almost lost it. McNeil pulls up, three-pointer long. No good. He gets his own rebound, kicks it over to Blanton for the three-point shot. No good. Rebound loose on the floor, picked up by Patterson for West Limestone. They're on the break. Got three on one. He kicks it to Poff. The layup is good. Yep, those plays right there are guaranteed points. So it's 44-32, West on a 4-0 run to cut the lead to 12. 2-19 and counting in the third quarter. Blanton with the basketball. He gets the screen on the left, uh, right side. Nothing materializes inside. Kicks it over to Kane for the three-point shot. Good, excellent ball movement. That right there is what you would call you'd want to give the – the the hockey assist to the player that passed to the player that passed to McNeil. It was good ball movement by East Limestone. Yeah, that's the power of the extra pass. So West with the ball, trading by 15. Uh, Smith was in trouble, and uh, Coach Taylor calls a timeout. He's going to take a 30-second timeout, I do believe. He does. 150 left in the third quarter. East Limestone leading West Limestone, 47-32. Let's see. Let's get us... um, Listen to the post-game show to hear who the Limestone County Player of the Night is. I butchered that right there, but I had to go with it. Our featured player will get a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. Now, did we name one for the girls yet? We have not. So we're going to keep you in suspense. um, uh, Keep listening, and we'll tell you the girls and the guys, Player of the Night. That's coming up right after this contest. So West now will inbounds the ball on their offensive end. Griffin inbounds it to Smith. Oh, how basketball would be different if uh, if you couldn't go back court to catch that. Used to you couldn't. That was years ago. But anyway, uh, West with the ball now. Almost lost it. Poff gets it back, though, over to Smith. Smith with a long three. That's no good. I'm not sure there's anything like a short three. But if there is a long three, that was it. East with the basketball. Moves it over to McNeil in the, on the left baseline. He's thought about a three, but drove. Kicks it over to Blanton for three. In and out, no good. Rebound McNeil. He's going to go up, and it is good.
2: Good finish there by
1: McNeil. Way to be there on the rebound and in a good position
2: for so that putback.
1: 49-32, east ahead, late in the third quarter. Smith with the basketball. He hits win. Win over to Patterson for the three-point shot. Short, no good. Saved, though, by a Griffin shot blocked his pop shot was blocked and mcneil gets i think it was mcneil that blocked it he got the block and the rebound and McNeil's going to bring the ball down not mcneil uh, miles miles he got the block the rebound he's got the ball now dribbling at the top looking over to his coach just dribbling kicks it over to mcneil McNeil holding it at long range. There is a count. He'll take one dribble pass to Miles at the top. Miles is going to drive, kicks it over in the corner. Thought about a shot, but didn't take it. That's uh, Jalen LaRue. So now McNeil has it over to Miles. Miles to McNeil. Nearing 10 seconds. (laughs) Uh, McNeil surprised Miles with a basketball. Now Blanton has it inside to McNeil. Excellent use of the clock. The basket is good and McNeil is fouled. You know, some folks don't like to see the ball held that long, but when it works like that, I mean that was West that was East Limestone just using the clock, moving the ball. They caught West Limestone, I won't say sleeping, but they you know they, they kind of uh, caught him off guard a little bit, got the ball inside, gets the basket and the foul. Is free throw is no good. Rebound goes to Poff for West Limestone. He throws one from half court. That is no good. That will end the third quarter of play. Your score, East Limestone 51, West Limestone 32. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action
0: Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips Team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777 4916 or James at 656 2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips Team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. real solutions for real estate are you a good sport enter your name to be our good sport on the play action sports report every wednesday during the podcast we'll announce the winner you might pick up a 25 dollars gift certificate from max steakhouse in athens just go online to pasnetwork.net look for the good sport tab and register the good sport our next one could be you from max steakhouse and play action sports
1: We're about ready for the fourth quarter to begin here at Ardmore High School, hosting the 2022 Limestone County Basketball Tournament. Our final game of the tournament is the Varsity Boys Championship game, where East Limestone has a 51-32 to 32 lead over West Limestone. It's East Limestone back. Oh, it's hard. It is, it is difficult to go backcourt on the inbounds. However, you just saw that it's not impossible. Yep. That's one of those where you know, and some people get mad at the guy that get mad at the guy that threw it, Uh, but it was just a mistake on uh, East Limestone's part. So it's a turnover. West Limestone gets it, trailing by 19. Weatherford over to win. Win to Smith. Left side. Smith drives and puts up a tough shot. Uh, And there's going to be a foul on East Limestone, which will give two shots to uh, West Limestone's Easton Smith. Jalen LaRue with his first foul. So Smith's first free throw is no good. (laughs) I think Coach Matt Smith is curious about that call, but um, there was a lot of contact. Second free throw is uh, good. It bounced around the rim and and fell in. 51-33 just underway here in the fourth quarter. East Limestone with the lead. And the basketball. Under pressure is um, Gross, but he does manage to get the ball to Miles. East with the basketball. Pass over to LaRue. To Eslick. Eslick to Moore. Moore to Miles. Top of the key. Miles dribbling. Trying to get inside, but can't. Over to Gross. East being very patient. LaRue to Eslick. Eslick drives right side, almost threw it out of bounds, but Gross saved it. Now baseline, running uh, jumper or running one-hander, good. Very tough finish there made by Gross. Yes, and Riley, he's also just a freshman. East has some – I don't know what the competition is like in their area, but they've got some bright days ahead. They've got a very talented group of freshmen. Shot no good by West. Rebound goes to East, down the floor. That's Moore with the basketball. He'll kick it up top to Gross. Gross looks inside but passes back to Moore on the left wing or up top on the left side. He's under pressure by Weatherford but keeps the basketball. Uh, Now the ball is knocked out of his hands, and it will belong to East, I do believe. Speaking of East, looks like we got some
2: subs coming in. For them, we got number 12, Zachary Kane,
1: and number 15, Hunter Wiggins. I would like to see if uh, Coach Smith call – Headband and have all five of the headband uh, wears. I think they've got six, so they've got options. Uh, Kane with the basketball up the left side. He's just dribbling, waiting. Now he penetrates and kicks it back to Eslick, who could have shot a three but thought better of it. And the ball goes back out to Kane at long range. Kane dribbling, right corner to Gross, inside over to Wiggins. Shot no good. Rebound by Patterson. Good ball movement by East. They just couldn't get the basket. Patterson drives coast to coast and lays it in the basket. He's also not taking any chance at a foul there. Just let him come through. So it's 53-35. East up by 18. 5-50 and counting in the game. Gross with the basketball right wing. Heavy pressure from Smith. He kicks it over to... Uh, let's see. That looks like it's going to be Kane who drives, and they're going to call a foul on Tucker Weatherford for West Limestone.
2: So that will be his third. West Limestone may be starting to get starting to face that kind of foul trouble we were calling earlier, but during this game they've, they've done a good job of when they
1: have fouled. They've been re- pretty spread out. Yes. Uh, shot uh, blocked by uh, Patterson, but rebound goes to – Eslick, <clears throat> he's fouled. I, in, the, in the NBA, I believe that would be an and one, but I don't think high school. They're discussing something. I believe they're trying to figure out who got the foul. Patterson blocked the shot, I do believe, but um, and he also gets the foul. Ooh. <laughs> I guess this is the NBA. They, they counted it. Uh, so it's 55-35. Good move by Eslick. to uh, Actually got his shot blocked, got the rebound, a little up and under. Um, foul was on pa- uh, Patterson. That's his third foul. So Eslick will shoot one free throw. Mm-hmm. And it is good.
2: I actually kind of have a question a question about that myself because I never counted in college too, but
1: I didn't know about high school. Now, I, I didn't think they would count it, but but they did, and it's 56-35. Patterson, nice move, just couldn't get the ball to fall. Rebound goes to Kane, and Kane will bring the ball down the floor. He backs it out, looks over to McNeil. McNeil in the corner to Eslick, three-pointer, no good. Long rebound goes to Riley, or to um, uh, Easton Smith. Passes to Patterson, layup, good.
2: Yep, te- textbook, keeping the ball above your head and ma- making sure you
1: can't get picked from behind. So it's 56-37, East with the lead, and the basketball. McNeil is going to drive, 10-footer, no good. Rebound goes to Smith, and he'll bring it down for West. Smith driving, and the ball is tipped out of bounds by Jalen LaRue. So Jalen will come out of the game, and Jeb
2: Blanton will be coming in. I mean, just like I said earlier, Smith was driving in, ball was a little bit low, and he got... And It got poked out from behind.
1: West inbounding the ball. Weatherford looking. He finds Smith open for the corner three. It's no good. Rebound goes to McNeil. He'll bring the ball down for uh, the Indians. I just realized the
2: Stars were aligned for Smith on that shot. There was 444 left on the clock in the fourth quarter.
6: Oh,
1: man, he's number four. And he's number four. Hmm. East with the basketball. That's Kane. Dribbling it out over to McNeil. McNeil inside to Wiggins. Wiggins on the baseline being double teamed. Looking, and he puts up a shot. No good tip. No good. Rebound by Griffin, and they're going to call a jump ball as Wiggins tied up Griffin, but it will be West Limestone basketball as we're just about at the midway point of the fourth quarter. East in control, 56-37. Smith drives. He gets in the paint. The shot is good, but I think it's on the floor. Yeah, I believe he called that on the floor. So, West will inbound the ball. Tough shot by Easton Smith. He's he's made several of those. Uh, Weatherford's going to inbound it. Looking, looking, still looking. He finds Smith, who's double-teamed in the corner. He gets out of the corner, still double-teamed, lots of trouble. And they call a foul on. I'm um, not. I think it's going to be on number 23, Jeb Blanton. I'm not sure. Hey yeah, that's who the foul is going to be on. That's the fifth team foul on East Limestone. The third personal.
2: Looks like coming back in for East Limestone's number 10.
1: Kenneth Figueroa. Inbound to Smith. Smith takes it to the top for West. He drives, kicks it to Weatherford for a three-pointer. No good. Rebound loose on the floor. Picked up by Eslick for East Limestone. He's going to drive the other way. Lay up. Good. And the foul will be on Patterson. I think that's his fourth. I'm not positive. It's either his third or fourth. I believe that's his third. Oh, that is his fourth. My
2: goodness, Ben. That's something my dad, my, my dad always used to say is that once you've got them on your head, you've already got them beat.
1: Yes, uh, that's, uh, that's generally correct. Free throw, no good. Rebound goes to uh, West. I mean, yeah, West, they get the ball coming quickly down. That Smith shot is no good, but there's a foul on East Limestone. It'll be on Figueroa, his third foul, and that'll put Smith at the line. And, in fact, West will be at the line for the remainder of the game. Easton with two free throws. His first one is up, and it is good.
0: It's
1: like coming
2: in for East Limestone's number 20, Brady Trinum, And for West Limestone, I believe that
1: was number 12. It is. win. It is. Second free throw is good by Smith, and it's 58-39, 3-30 and counting in the game. East with the basketball up top, pass over to Blanton. Blanton on the left side, drives to the middle, kicks it, and now Eslick's got it. He's going to get in the lane, kicks it down to, I believe that was Trinum, over to Eslick. Layup, good. Great, great finish there by Eslick. 60-39, to 39, East Limestone with the lead. West quickly down. Win drive shot is blocked. Rebounded by Poff for West Limestone. He'll drive to right baseline. And his layup is good. Tough layup as he goes to the other side. Uh, kind of used the rim to, to help him get his shot off. And he was fouled by Wiggins. And uh, now... Poff gets a chance for the three-point play. If he makes it, it'll cut it to 18. 60 to 41. Well, you got number two, Chandler Moore coming back in for East Limestone. So Poff with the free throw. It is good. 60 to 42. East with the lead and the basketball. Bring the ball down the floor. That's Figueroa. He'll pass over to Wiggins. Wiggins, one dribble back to Figueroa. He's up top, guarded by Smith. Figueroa drives, nice move, but he lost control of the ball. It was, I guess, knocked loose by West because East is going to maintain possession. Looks so like we got number 11,
2: Jalen LaRue, coming back in for East Limestone, as well as number 12, Walker
1: Wynn for West Limestone. <clears throat> East inbounding it and that's to wiggins (laughs) a little Uh, far yeah just a little wide um i'm wondering in in canada if the basketball floor is wider because if it is you know in the football it would that would have been a legal catch in canadian football i don't know if basketball i'm assuming basketball same worldwide um west with the basketball weatherford over to uh it's griffin to win win penetrates kicks it to Patterson, Patterson goes in, his shot up, no good, rebound to Wiggins, he'll get the ball to, I believe that's Moore, Chandler Moore kicks it over in the right corner, back to Moore for the corner three, no good, rebound, that's Trinum, no good, he gets his own rebound, shot up, no good, and the ball knocked out of bounds to East Limestone, so it'll be East Basketball. So like coming back in is number
2: five Brooks Poff for West Limestone.
1: Easton Smith will check out. Easton, just a tenth grader, done a good job for the uh, Wildcats tonight. The Rubik, <laughs> nice pass and it almost, I think a better catch. Uh, I don't know how he got it in there, but uh, Treynum got it and he he missed the shot, but he was fouled. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how that pass got there. No, I don't know how from the angle. I don't. I don't know how he managed to do it. It kind of like a magician's trick. It was indeed. So it'll be two shots for Trinum. His first free throw is good. And his second free throw, also good. 62-42. Two minutes and counting in the ballgame. West with the basketball, and they're trading. Patterson with it. He's going to drive. Dishes down to Griffin. Nice pass and reverse layup. Good. You like to see that because that's one of those where a lot of times with a score like this, the guy that has the ball just shoots it instead of, but he Found his teammate, and he got the basket. He gets the assist at 62-44. East with the lead and the basketball. LaRue with the ball, long range, dribbling it. Gets it over to Figueroa. He's looking, just dribbling, and finds, uh, looks like, Trenum. And he goes into the paint, shot blocked, no good, rebound. Wiggins for East. He's got the ball now. Looking, he kicks it out. And Figueroa has it, nearing the one-minute mark. Passes to LaRue. LaRue to Wiggins. Wiggins will drive baseline. Double-team, but pulls up. Shot good. Nice shot by uh, number 15, Hunter Wiggins. Very tough shot there, especially with a hand in your face. Patterson quickly down, and another. Now he was going away from the basket, but he got a little 10-foot runner. Uh, And it's now 64-46, under a minute left in the game. Indians with the basketball. LaRue dribbling, picks his dribble up. Now looking for someone. He finds Moore. Moore back to LaRue. Being guarded by Patterson. LaRue into the corner. And there's a drive, kick out. LaRue's going to shoot a three. His shot is no good. Out of bounds to West Limestone. 15.7 15.7 seconds left in the game. Remember, we'll have the players of the game uh, following this contest. Patterson with it. Passes it through the hands of, I believe that's Win, And it goes out of bounds. East will get it. They'll just bring it down. They don't even have to cross half court. They really don't. Nope. So he's dribbling it. And that's over. So your final score... East Limestone 64, West Limestone 46. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action
0: Sports. Gin house barbecue has been an Elmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions barbecue pork, ham, and chicken, St. Louis style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too. So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue, and Elmont tradition. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area of Assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole, LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole, LLP. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank & Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the State. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. The Play Action Sports Report is back in podcast form. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. The Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at PASN. Network.net.
1: Uh, tonight, the East Limestone Indians won the Varsity Girls County Championship with a overtime win over uh, the Elkmont Red Devils. And then the East Limestone Varsity Boys followed it up with a victory over the West Limestone uh, Wildcats. And uh, Bailey, your thoughts on the game tonight?
2: I mean, right, I mean, the girls' game was
1: very intense. It Started
2: off a little bit slower, kind of like both teams are getting their footing, but then that second half just had a very explosive start, and then turned to a very close game with both teams just kind of treading back and forth. Right. But East Limestone ultimately came out came out on top with the with the the varsity boys game between East Limestone and West Limestone. East Limestone kind of, I they really just started coming out swinging. It, right. it looked even at first. But then kind of toward the end of the first half, end of the third quarter, you started to kind of see the fatigue with only six players on West Limestone, West Limestone side really right. affect them. And East Limestone just kind of took that and ran with it.
1: Yeah, and like I said, uh, East Limestone just played really, really well. Uh, varsity boys did. And like you said, the girls game, the second half, was it was a very good game uh, close throughout. And it was just a very good game to watch. Now, as we do, uh, as we said earlier, we'll have a – player of the game for the girls and a player of the game for the boys and bailey who is our uh player of the game for the girls so for the for
2: the varsity girls our player of the game is number 20 for east limestone
1: taylor fair and so taylor gets a gift certificate i believe good for either village pizza or cream delight and then in the boys
2: it is number 34 for east limestone jalen miles so
1: jalen will also get now uh brother lambert does they each get their own choice right so one choice is not affected that the other person okay so they could both choose village pizza or they could both both choose cream delight it's 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 kind of like choosing jennifer lopez or cindy crawford You can't make a bad choice. It just depends on what your personal preference would be. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it from Ardmore High School. Um, I think the next broadcast is supposed to be Tuesday night, and I believe it is Lexington at Tanner. Uh, I believe I'm signed up for it. Now I will have to tell you I'm not 100% sure, but I will let you know through text or uncomfortable late-night phone call um, uh, about my status for Tuesday. Uh, but uh, there's still a couple of weeks left in the season. There'll be some more games on uh, WKAC or the streaming. We'd love for you to to listen to those. We appreciate you listening tonight, and for myself and Tim Lambert and Bailey Lowry, we wish you a good rest of your weekend. So until next time, we'll see you later.
0: You've been listening to High School Basketball on the Play Action Sports Network. If you'd like to download a copy of tonight's game, log on to pasnetwork.net. Limestone County Basketball is a production of Play Action Sports.